Welcome back to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenants. I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by fellow hosts... Nick. Jacob. G'day, g'day. How's it going, guys? Excellent. Good. Excellent. So last week, last week of the... Not the year, last week of the... Most wonderful time of the year, apparently. Yeah, it's almost Christmas time, so um, tonight... Uh, last episode, we did our, our, our Pimp My List episode, which was super popular. We got so many entries come through that uh, we thought we'd revisit it uh, mm. to jump in for Pimp 2 Electric Boogaloo um, to, uh, to go through some more of those lists that people sent through to help out some of our, our listeners on, uh, on fine-tuning uh, what they can put in, in some of these lists that they sent us. Um, has been a, a little bit longer uh, between drinks than we, uh, we might have hoped. We, um, we were doing so well uh, this year. So well. We we um, set ourselves a New Year's, New Year's resolution to do an episode every two weeks, and we almost got mm-hmm. all the way through the year. Very close. I mean, I'm sure there was some point in there where we were, where we were three weeks apart, but um, no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, exactly. No one's called us out on it. So um, the and I'm sure our listeners will uh, will understand. Uh, we've all been very busy chaps, and uh, yeah, jump uh, jump into it. Well, it's also yeah, like I said, the uh, the the almost the end of the year, right? We're currently recording. Uh, on the 21st of December. Uh, so this will be the last episode for 2021. So we'll do a bit of a recap on on, on the year that was. And as, and as someone who isn't Australian, I've realised how important the 21st of December is to you Aussies, as I realise this today on the radio, uh, that the 21st of December is Gravy Day. You're going to have to enlighten me on that one, Kev. Uh, so uh, Paul Kelly's song, How to Make Gravy... Oh yep, yep, yep. He he he. Uh, the song was. Um, uh, he mentions the twenty like first of December in the song. Oh yeah. So because like the the idea of the song is he is he writing a letter? He's writing. Home, or he's he like I think he's call? making a phone call from prison. From prison. Yeah, oh. and he's like it's a and so that's of taking place on the twenty first of December. That's correct. Oh. So he, he he he. I think he tells his brother or something like that how to make gravy on the twenty first of December, and it's now been right. now known in Australia, or to some people, not everyone, obviously, uh, that it's uh, it's gravy day. Well, I'm going to say something pretty controversial. I think his gravy recipe is overcomplicated. I've I've heard people say that it shouldn't include um, tomato sauce, which I'm I tend to agree with. But what what do you do? Just like add some gravy granules. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you how to make gravy if you want. Um, <laughs> Let's not turn it into a how to make gravy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but if, if the listeners would like to, to, to hear my gravy recipe, then let us know on, uh, on Facebook or on the Discord, on the, uh, on the People Demand uh, mm. Discord channel that we've got, uh, and you can demand my gravy recipe. And, and then, and then look out, look out for an upcoming segment. Uh, how to like, yeah, how to pimp, pimp, pimp gravy, pimp my pimp gravy, my gravy. <laughs> pimp my gravy. That's that has some weird connotations, though. <laughs> pimp my gravy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. Cool. So I mean, it's been a little while since uh, since we last chatted. A good a, a good three weeks, um, and there's been a bit going on do we want to talk about our games and that sort of thing first yeah let's get into some recent hobby and games so who wants to take it away um jacob do you want to go first actually no we do not have any hand yeah sure hand here, um i had i think i'm trying to think because obviously we had uh we had a tournament uh road to bcb so road to bird city brawl um last no not last weekend 
yeah, yeah last, last weekend, weekend. On, on this on the Sunday, um, which three round tournament, which is the first day of the three yeah. rounds were the same as what the first three rounds of Burn City Brawl. Will yeah, be, which, which included um, all, three of, all three of us attended as well. So um, yeah, and all three have... of us we all played, didn't we? You played as well, Kev. Yep, I played. Yeah. Uh, and w- one of the things with the uh, the first round is uh, we got to have a try in a tournament setting um, of the custom mission for BCB data cache. Yes, that's a uh, um, mission. Which been yeah, it's been floating around for a little bit. Um, what did you guys think of it? Having obviously, I know you guys have played it uh, before. Um, what did you guys think of it in a sort of a more tournament setting? I like it. I think it's a great mission. So the the, the premise of um, data cache it comes is it is it like the bones of it come from a diaphose mission. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So it was I made the mission uh, based off a diaphose mission and from code. Well, I think it's a code one diaphose mission. But yeah, I um, modified it slightly to make it a bit more ITS friendly. And uh, mm. yeah, uh, it's gone through a few iterations, a few tweaks. I've been running it on TTS to asking people for for feedback, and I think we've got it nailed pretty well now. Uh, do you want Do you want to talk about Nick? Um, well, yeah. I, I so yeah. So I mean, the it's a the. I mean, do you want me to go through this mission specifically to tell people a little bit about it, or just my, if you, if you want to find the mission, it's available on the um, Burn City Brawl page. You can find all the, all information about it there. The I guess the idea of so the, what makes it a bit unique to a, a lot of the other ITS missions is that there are the, the way the points are scored is kind of spread around a number of different categories. So if you want to score high, um, you really need to absolutely dominate all these different spaces in terms of um, holding the midfield, having uh, pushing the buttons and um, capturing the uh, the data banker as well, um, and the fact that there's a few different facets in 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 the um, in the scoring aspect of the mission I, that really appeals to me. And um, uh, I did I I did manage to get a ten zero in my in my round of data cache as well um, after uh, after spending the first two turns brutalizing my opponent, and then the third turn uh, rounding up the the, uh, the data banker. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was. Uh, that, that was kind of one of the intentions of the mission. I wanted to try and make it spread out as much as possible. The reason why I chose it from the mission was it because so just to give uh, our listeners a bit of an idea of it is there is an uh, an, an HVT in the middle, and on either side of the HVT there's there's a button. So if you can imagine like same layout as supplies with uh, a con- uh, buttons on um, on the outside and then the HVT in the middle, and then the idea is to push the button or push one of the two buttons. Um, and sever back the HVT and also dominate the exclusion zone. So there's a bit of push and pull mechanic where you want to grab the HVT and like, you know, run away with it to keep it safe, but you also need to make sure there's enough stuff in the exclusion zone that you um, dominate it. So it's, there's kind of like, you want to, you know, you want to run away, but you want to be there. And there's also buttons as well. So there's specialists and they're still uh, classified. So there's a fair bit of um, stuff to do in the mission and different ways to get classifieds worth two points as well so it's not just throwaway. um generally i consider if it's just a one point classified then it's like you can take it or leave it but two points is yeah there's care about. yeah there's a yeah there's definitely um a, it's a good 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 mixture of um of stuff and i think it was mostly positively received um it has a few i guess 
rules in it, you know, so people you know might forget about the exclusion zone, then people might forget about how you actually civivac somebody, uh, then people might forget that the buttons can only be pushed by one person, so it's similar to un uh, not unmasking, uh, mind wipe, where if you push one button, that's your button, and then the other, the other player has to push the other button. So there's kind of like these sort of um, idiosyncrasies to, to the mission which are a bit unique, so um, that's always good to get like 20 people playing it so that they could like everyone could kind of work it out and give me any feedback. But yeah, it's fun. I'm looking forward to running it in a in a in a 2D event. Yeah. Um. Apart from apart from Road to BCB, Jacob, have you had any other recent games? Because I guess we can talk about other games and then do a bit of a tournament recap as well. After. Oh, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to make sure I don't talk about the game I played. Um, I think the only one I had before that was the one I played uh, previously against uh, Callum. Oh, I yeah. mentioned last week. Last week, yeah. Last yeah. last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about yourself, Kev? Uh, yeah. Besides Rose to be Road to BCB, I think uh, not really very much. Um, had a couple of practice games with Callum in the lead up to Road to BCB. Um, talking like talking through his list that we pimped last episode um so that was that was good and i had a couple of really um horrific games against peter when i'm trying to uh, i was trying to breaking my starco back out and just getting my arse handed to me and realizing that um i need to i need to get my head around starco a bit more uh there's just some uh yeah i'm just it's it's rare that you have a game where you get to like halfway through turn two and you're like well there's fuck all i can do now so <laughs> Just feel, yeah, right. just just felt like really, um, and it wasn't like it was, it was, uh, it was honestly just Peter was just playing much better than I was, and I didn't have the right list. But it's it's rare, it's rare in games where I bring a list where it just can't do the thing. I like it just, it, it it's completely, um, you know, when you bring a list and sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't bring any AD, but that's okay. I've got something else that can do it. The way that my list played was like I didn't have AD, I didn't have any AD, and I really, really needed AD. It was one of those things where like if I don't have AD, if I don't have something that can get up the board, I'm I'm out. The game's done, and that was kind of the situation I found myself in, which is super rare in Infinity because usually there's a way around it. You know, you can smoke, you can MSV, you can you can five dice something. There's some usual way in which you can you can get yourself out of a sticky situation. But in both games against Peter, credit to Peter, I just got to a point where like I can do nothing I don't know I'm just gonna throw shit at a wall nothing's nothing stuck and it was uh, a demoralizing but um educational experience was was that the case because of like your list didn't match the mission or was it because like no the list um... matched the mission fine it was it didn't match it didn't match what Peter had up so like I don't know he you know he had a he had an epsilon and you know right. I could I, you know couldn't take it out. Uh, he had a gamma fur back. I just had nothing that could get into range and actually take it out. Um, you know, you I, decided not to take Raul just to hamstring yourself. Or? I I decided not to. I I was reason why I hung hamstrung myself without Raul was I had Raul, but he was um he was the regular version in a Harris, so Ooh. he wasn't combat dropping anywhere. Um, so I thought oh, this will be fun, and it just it didn't do anything in both games so it's maybe because that that harris was just bad but it was also there's a mixture of other things as well like oh, there was some mate take take your list send it through to yeah. our email <laughs> pin, pin my list version three we maybe we'll maybe we'll find some time for it well yeah we'll get into that because you know i did take starco to bro to bcb so we'll, we'll 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 talk about that soon but that i think that's about it uh, oh actually the other thing i did is i did get my we talked about last time i did get my um 
uh, Secret Santa finished. So I gave that oh, well to uh, to Hugh in our area. So I painted him. I painted him up one of the bounty hunters. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a limited edition or not, but it's the one with the combi rifle and the mask. And have you ever seen that miniature? It's, it's, it's not. It's, so it's not McChesty. No, no. It's the kind of skinny guy. He's got like kind of. Um, big hair and a and a mask. It's a really cool model. And uh, Hugh said he was like um, looking to get into Dasha, and I had a spear bounty hunter kicking around, so I painted him up, and I'll uh, I'll share it actually because I'm quite happy oh, with it. Oh, he, he's he's painted with like a skull mask. Yeah, in the um, official one. Oh, That's he actually right. does have a skull mask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I painted him up, and I um I painted him up, and I tried to push some uh, non-metallic metal. Didn't do very good with it, but I was quite happy. But the main the main part of it, what I wanted to try was um I know Hugh had painted up uh, Kasim Beg recently, and he did the bike in tiger stripes, and I was like that looks really cool. So I decided to paint up the combi rifle that Bounty Hunter is holding in with tiger stripes. So I'm, I'm always a bit of a fan of putting um, like skins. Uh, yeah, like good yeah. skins on infinity weapons. That's what I've been trying to do with my um, because I suppose as far as hobby goes, I did finally finish. I haven't based them yet because I have to figure out which base it'll fit on. But I finished my uh, Gopnik um, Vasily. Oh yeah, I did see that. Uh, did you do a skin um, of him? Yeah, well, it's, it's it, some of them do. So he's got the. Um, the the heat shroud on his sniper rifle is um green with red stripes down the side of it. Right, right, right. And he's got like little green bits. So it's like you know, it, it, as far as rarity of skin goes, it's probably a blue. Sure. Yeah. So for the Counter Strike players out there. Oh, I, yeah, it's lost on me unfortunately. But um, yeah. yeah, so I did that, and I did, I did, I gave him some like pink hair. Yeah, using some fluoro paint. So it's kind of like it was as much a mm. um, a bit of an exercise for me as well as a gift for Hugh, so he seems to be pretty stoked with it, so I, uh, that's the other thing I did. And that's it, really. It's all I've done. Um, uh, we would we would now move on to uh, talking about Nick, what Nick's been doing, but he's just had to nip out for a, for a moment, so we might uh, we might get back to Nick, but we can I guess we can just um, talk a little bit about Road to BCB, because that was um, last, last, uh, mm. last, last weekend. That's probably only our third tournament of the year just because of covid but it was uh it was really Something good like that it was really good we I, had... can't, I can't imagine we had more than a handful yeah we had um, um uh peter henry he ran it uh so it's mm. kind of the idea of it was we wanted to get a couple of reps in before bc before burn city brawl which is uh, an event that's going to be running early next year a two-day event here in melbourne so um yeah pete wanted to get that run and we ended up getting 20 20 players i think it was Something so, like that, yeah. yeah so, twenty or twenty, twenty twenty-two, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so really good turnout. Um, excellent, excellent day. Uh, ran at House of War, uh, which we who have recently reopened since the you know since COVID, I guess. COVID, and, yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a good day. So the three missions were highly classified data cache, which we just talked about, and firefight. Yeah. So um, uh, and just uh, I suppose. Uh, congratulations or something is in order because again we had a lot of newer players show up to this tournament yeah and yeah we Pete did. has been working really hard running demo games and stuff on Thursday nights around um the Ringwood area mm-hmm. um um and I think it's it's obvious it's clearly paid dividends because 
Well, I think we probably had maybe, I'd probably say maybe at most five new players. Yeah, we, um, um, uh, I think even from last last year uh, through COVID and, and this year now, we've been getting yeah a steady stream of new players coming in, mm. like brand spanking new players, or maybe players who might have played N2 or N3 back in like yeah, there's five a years of ago. Yeah, as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we did have about five or so um, brand new players, mm. and uh, Pete uh, went to went to um, some lengths there to to match the new players up with with, with veterans. Like I, mm. I played one of the new players, and uh, it was a really good um, good experience because he, you know, he'd only played maybe half a dozen games. This was his very first tournament, so it was good kind of running through um, through through a game with him, uh, and also like not like just kind of help helping him out as well. Um, because it can be a stressful time, right? Because you're under the clock, um, it's you know it's it's noisy, and and you're trying to play to sort of tournament conditions. And um, I found it really enjoyable playing with this new player who was kind of discovering mm. some things for the first time and doing things which you'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and and um, I f- yeah, I found it really, yeah, he, he was a great guy as well. He was really really um receptive to advice and um. You know, you know, and he'd do things as well. There'd be times where I'd be like, "Oh, I don't know if you should do," you know, or I'd be like, "Oh, this, uh, yeah, you can, you can try that if you want." And he'd just be like, "Yeah, fucking yeet," and we're like, "Yeah," and it was great. It was really fun. You know, he'd do some things which were just really balls out. That as a veteran player, I'd be like, "No," but at the same time, it teaches, yeah. it teaches you a lot of things as well, right? It teaches you, um, you know, what not to do sometimes, and sometimes that's um, mm. a better, a better educator than. Um, than you know, being cautious and 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 uh, doing all the right things, but to be to be to saying that he um, <laughs> a few of the things he did were like, oh, this is this is risky, and the fucker it paid off for him too. So ends up ends up with some. I mean, some... sometimes that sometimes they do. Yeah, some sometimes sometimes they just go for the risky play. Uh, the opponent whiffs their dice, and you tank your armor saves, and then you keep going on your merry way, yeah. and you're like, oh, this game's great, and I'm like sitting there going. Oh fuck! That shouldn't have happened. But fair play. This will be fun. <laughs> and you, you're like you're playing as a veteran player. You're like, oh, I've only got three dice. He's got one. I'm hitting on like nineteen. So he's hitting on thirteen. So it's a bit of a risky play. And yeah, uh, and then you players like you new players like one like two die on twelves. Go for it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll um just talk briefly about this one interaction, which was which was just fantastic, right? So it was like his um his turn two. He was playing mo. He had um, he had just lost his sepulchre knight to a, a TR bot crit, and he's unconscious. And he had his uh, paramedic knight of Montessa uh, about eight inches away from from the sepulchre knight, who was also on one wound. And he said, "I've only got a couple orders left. I don't have anything else to take out your TR bot. I'm just going to yeet the paramedic over to the sepulchre knight." So he just like moves it eight inches into line of fire of a TR bot and a repeater where I had two hackers like waiting and he and he goes All right, i'm just gonna move into base contact with the sepulchre knight and i'm like okay well that's gonna be four shots from an hmg and oblivion and a carbonite and he's and he says you sure you want to do that and he's like yep so he says so i says okay that, that's my arrows and he's like right cool i'm gonna just like roll the paramedic check on the sepulchre knight I'm like, okay cool so i've rolled my dice on my tr bot whiff with all four shots hit uh, whiff with the carbonite and hit with the oblivion and he goes, cool. Well, I just crit for getting the Sepulchre Knight back up. And then he tanks the armor save on the Oblivion. I'm like, cool. And then he's like, cool, I've got one more order left. I'm going to spend that on the, on the uh, Sepulchre Knight. 
I'm going to move out of hacking range and I'm going to like just blow your TR bot up. And he does that. He just like moves out, doesn't get, does, does like just completely ignores the hacking attacks, takes the TR bot out, and then just goes into hollow echo and suppress a fire. I'm like, right, yeah, that worked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, uh, I thought, oh, this will be a good teaching moment from it. And then nothing happens. So, uh, it was really good. It was, all, you, it was, all, all you taught him is ridiculous plays uh, work out. He's going to have to unlearn that now. I think what I taught him was yeet. Yeet is fun. Just yeah. like, if you don't, just, ah, just yeet that bike motorcycle. This is, yeah. But it was one of those moments, one of those games where you can just really have a great time and you just kind of laugh at everything that happens. So, so I think that was a, that was probably uh, my favorite game of the, game of the day. Um, but anyway, uh, Nicholas has returned. Uh, we were just getting into a little bit of. Uh, Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> we were just getting into a little bit of chat about BCB. Road to BCB, and I just gave a. Uh, we were just mentioning that we had about half a dozen or five or so new, brand new players uh, turn up to it, and we we're just talking about how much fun it is to play with new players um, as they sort of, you know, discover the game like we did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, I had three um, absolutely amazing games at um, Road to BCB on the weekend. Um, Against Phil with his military orders, um, David with combined, and then Callum with his Star Mater. Um, and um, I had the first two games were both major wins for me, and then the third game was somehow a loss, and neither Callum or I real I, I quite understand how it was that I lost that game. Um, I think Callum's but then still Callum, reeling. So, so Callum, you're reeling by uh, by moving on to then by by me whiffing that game somehow. He uh, he went on to win the tournament. So yeah. Um, but it's not not all not all a loss for me though because uh, there was a lucky door prize of a um, a three D printer that uh, the venue House of War donated to the event and uh, it went to the person who came sixth who was me so um, I got to go home with a with a brand new three D printer uh, and a liter of resin and no idea what to do with any of it. <laughs> It's such an amazing so, moment when he like you know you announced your name and you just had this like like look of like wow but also fuck what <laughs> <laughs> what just what's just happened <laughs> yeah so uh, um I, oh no we've just lost Nick you just, asked me three times oh, uh, if I've if sorry we just we just wait, lost you momentarily here? we just lost you yeah, momentarily still- there oh, okay sorry um. Yeah, I was just saying that um, I reckon since I've come home last weekend, Jacob has messaged me about three times asking me uh, what the first thing is I'm going to print off yet. The answer is I don't know. <laughs> have I un- have I opened it yet? Uh, the answer is no. And then he asked me again tonight if I've opened it yet, and I still have not opened it. <laughs> still have so. not opened it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, maybe we'll do like an unboxing session at your house one night. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll all get together and we'll like put the thing together and we'll like and yeah, push the button definitely. and do the thing. We'll <laughs> drink the resin. Drink the resin. That's how the, the instructions unclear. Drink three D print something <laughs> in the old fashioned way. <laughs> like just yeah. wait for it to come out the next day. There we go. Yeah. I, okay. I, I've been I've been looking at like three D printing stuff and uh, for for ages, and some some of the things that people produce are just incredible. In fact, my first game uh, against Toby, who was running, uh, he was playing uh, Tunguska. A lot of uh, uh, some of his models were actually from uh were actually from a 3D printed company um from two oh, I think it was yeah. I think one of them's enemy spotted and the other one was I think it's called I think it's, they're called Unit 9 and Unit 9 make brilliant like cyberpunk um 
you know, models where you can get sort of, you know, like, you know, futuristic, really military looking guys to, I think one of them is like sort of like a, a clown, like Borderlands looking dude with a minigun. Yeah, I've seen some, I've seen the stuff that Toby's working on. It's looking, looks real good. Um, looks really, really, yeah. really well, excellent. Look, I, I mean, to be the, I've had, have had a look at some uh, stuff that you can print off and like, obviously some, all of it just blows me out of the water because there's so much amazing stuff out there. But to be honest, the first thing that I'm going to like, going to print off to actually use is because I'm looking to uh, branch out into white company as a, uh, uh, the NA2 sectoral. And I'm going to probably print off some bases. Um, oh, that's a good idea. To begin with something nice mm. and easy that can't be too difficult to stuff up. And uh, and go from there. So I'll just buy some buy the files online, and then see how we go. Yeah. So we've we've kind of gone around a bit, a bit of a weird kind of circle here. But we were gonna we were gonna talk about um, recent games and hobby, and then and then Nick had to duck out for a second, and then we kind of went into BCB. So do um do we want to just just like everyone just give a quick recap highlights of Road to BCB? Uh, sure. You know, we'll go around just like you know, just don't don't go, don't go into your games. Just you know, just give us some highlights of of particular moments in games, uh, where 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 you ended up placing on the day and what you obviously ran, and then if there's anything else we've missed on recent hobbies, because I know Nick, you had a special game as well that you want to talk about. Oh yeah, we'll talk about the, maybe afterwards. that after. So um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but, well, uh, Nick, do you want to take it away? Sure. So, um, like I touched on before, um, first game was against Phil with military orders. I, I gave him some real tricky uh, what were you taking? problems to solve. I took um, white banner, uh, white white banner, um, which I've been playing all year. The other and, white um, army. Yeah, that's right. There's there's two white armies, white company, white banner. Um, I'm kind of tri- switch from one to the other. I reckon in the new year. Um, but uh, I've been having a good good time playing uh, playing white banner and uh after i did i had a game with julian two weeks ago and uh he gave me a few tips on how i could sort of memeify my list a little bit in in a positive manner and so <laughs> i took that on board and um uh and i the the i guess the from turn one so he decided to go first um i won't go into all the detail but basically i had i took a um a guilang with a combi rifle deployed him right in the center of the table and then my uh, command token, instead of stripping any orders, was to put that guy into suppressive fire. Mm. So he was on on the bridge. He could see, like, within decent range, or within at least within twenty four inch range. So within suppressive fire range, pretty much everything that um, that Phil had taken. And uh, cam- so camo cover suppressive fire. Any shot against him was straight up neg nine to begin with. So. That was um, took him pretty much his first. He did take him out in the in the first turn, but it took pretty much his entire first turn to um, to deal with with that little piece. So that was the first time I've ever actually uh, used a used the command token to go into suppressive fire. And um, I feel like the only time you would do it is it is with something that's in the midfield already, because um, then you get the you can really take advantage of it. Yeah, um, absolutely, and 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 people will say like always compare it to oh, do I want to do that or do I want to dock two orders? But if your suppressive fire guy dock, you know, effectively docks two orders before dying, then you've, well, that's that's right. You know, I mean, how many how many orders is it gonna how many orders is it gonna cost your opponent to deal with this 
roadblock that you've just thrown in mm. the middle of the table for yeah. them. And if it's going to take them more than two orders, then it's the uh, it's the it's the better play. Right? And, and also, you've got the chance as well that you might get lucky and actually take one of their models out in the process. Exactly. Um, and I mean, the amount of armies with. Um... Uh, counter intel counter intelligence. It means it only has to take one order to to not kill it. Um, and those particular armies, and you've already got your worth of that command token. Yeah, true. Yeah, some something I don't often think about as well as is, is yeah. If, if my my opponent has counter intelligence, yeah. and I'm like, oh, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so definitely, I'm gonna um, something I'm gonna consider again in the future is to um, is to do that. The the so the main part of of that play is that because um, I discussed when I discussed this with Julian was that you you do it that way if you go second. If you go first, then you have that Guilang as your lieutenant, and then you use your, your lieutenant order at the end of your first turn to put him to, into suppressive fire. And so by doing that, you're then you're opponent just sees red as like that's the lt i've got to kill it and they go out of their way and overextend themselves to really pump orders into this guy to 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 take him out meanwhile i've got in that same list i've got um uh what's his name uh no no the um oh the admut or whatever his name is yeah yeah ideal mammut with chain of command Mm. um so while um you are you can sort of sacrifice the um your, your lieutenant it's a bit of a gambit but if your opponent looks at that and is like okay that's that's what i'm gonna target as my number one hit piece for my next turn well then go for it spend all your orders on taking this guy out and then yeah and that's not a terrible idea i mean it's not like i think i feel like and then three that used to be a two swc lieutenant or something wasn't it it, it, yeah. it, I think he used to cost one SWC. He okay. still costs one SWC. Right. Um, so it's, but it's twenty. It's twenty five points. Yep. One SWC. So it's not super expensive. It's not cheap. But um, and if, if the only reason I would take him as my lieutenant is for that type of play. Sure. I don't mind. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't hate it. Especially if you got um, Chain of Command to back it up. I don't. I don't hate that yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Uh, I did. I did use that play in uh, my second game. Sorry, my third game against Callum. Um, I used his lieutenant order to put him into suppressive fire to try and draw out some things. Mm. Uh, because in the in round three firefight, you're trying to kill lieutenants as well. So um, round two was uh, against David uh, playing. He was playing vanilla combined, and uh, I just really took uh, took advantage of my five man link team and. Marched around the table, killed pretty much everything. Grabbed the, uh, secured the 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 data banker, and then I think the game was pretty much over. Um, I he went into retreat, so I did not get a third turn. I don't. Think. Oh, I see. Right. Um, so, oh no, that was the first game that went to retreat. Um, but uh, then I played Callum, uh, who was playing Star Marta, and uh, like I just came out the came out the gate and killed a whole bunch of stuff. And then um, after my first turn, it's just I seem to have no steam left. Um, all of his stuff was hidden, and not, it was very, very defensively placed right in the back of his deployment zone. So for me to get to anything was costing me a lot of orders. And so, like, he had Hector, he's his lieutenant, right? I'm trying to kill Hector to get the points for killing lieutenants. I run one thing and spend 
eight orders to get one thing all the way up to where Hector was, cause one wound, and my thing would die in return. Then the next turn, I did the same thing, ran another thing up to Hector, did an extra, did a second wound. But he's got no winding cap, so he's got a third wound, and I just had no no more things to throw at him to um, to take him out. And so uh, turned definitely in 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 my turn three and, and Callum's turn three, some of the things, some of the, like the bronze uh, which he had duoed with a Santiago. Um, uh, yeah, Santiago Killer Hacker. They just marched up and obliterated my link team. Um, just walk forward, kill, walk forward, kill. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was a good game. Three great games, uh, three real fun opponents, and um, walked home with a 3D printer as well. So, Woo. What about uh, you, Jacob? So you ended up sixth uh, at the end of that um, there, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, on. Then just to clarify, it was um, the three missions were highly classified, data cache, and then firefight. Uh, Jacob, what about you? What's uh, yeah. what highlights do you have on the day? I think I came fourth. I was sort of there was like a, a point thing at the end of the game. We're trying to figure out where the points were. Yeah, um, there, was a, there, was some ma- there was some manual entry, data entry errors. I think that that resulted yeah. in uh, breaches. So I, I, yeah. I think I was fourth. Yeah. Right. Um. It, uh, due to drawing with Val in the last, um, uh, in the very last uh, mission. So yeah, the the first one I, I took OSS because um, I was being unoriginal and couldn't think of what else to take because uh, I signed up literally like eight o'clock the night before. Um, I so the the very first one for highly classified. Um, I took uh, yeah I, a couple of. Um, Couple of specialists um, got to, I guess, sort of learn the power of taking. Oh no, I didn't get to learn that one. That was the uh, the next uh, the next mission. Um, I mean, you you, you, so, you yeah. think you would have prepared for this uh, cast, uh, Jacob? But uh... oh no, so I'm just getting confused <laughs> with my lists. Yeah, so the first one sure. uh, playing against uh, Toby's Tunguska. Um, it was a good match. I had a really good. Uh, I had a really good first turn. Um, managed to because uh one of my my like hidden classified for um for highly classifieds worth two yes completing that one was to Kasavak the enemy um uh, hvt so first turn managed to get dart up grab the hvt pull the hvt pretty much back to my deployment zone um if not like a little bit off of it um naga killer hackout went up uh, one uh, and win one attack got rid of uh, Mary problems. Um, set up for essentially his retaliation. Um, I so and, and that I had a Dakini link, didn't touch the Dakini link pretty much the entire time. Had an Evo bot that was buffing things. Um, and at the thing at that time, it was buffing a TR bot that it was right next to. Um, had a you know a proxy engineer right next to it. Second, uh, his first turn, Toby was determined to kill my Naga with his HMG on his on a Kreezer. Now the Kreezer's mimetism um, on his HMG, uh, his, like at his six shots, and my Naga either just kept rolling. Hits and then he would it would ping off uh, the Kreezer's armor or just would not die. 
Um, it eventually, because the Nagas only got dogged, did take a wound and stay dogged, but it was just sitting there looking at this Harris that he had. Um, and it was just incredible rolling on the Nagas part. Like, there's mm, no yeah. real reason for it. Um, other than that, I, I mean, we had another one. I ran up uh, a Mark. I ran up a Mark Five who had a um, a slap fight with a Grenza Marksman sniper. Um, so I got the rare. I got to enjoy the rare case where I think the Grenza at some point was hitting my uh, Mark Five on twenty twos because mm. he managed to spotlight him. Nice. Um, Believe it or not, the because I had five, four dice, uh, the Mark Five actually managed to put the Grenzer down. Um, so yeah, it was it, it was it was a good game. Um, a lot of I, I, it was one of those sort of ones where it just sort of started tipping in my favor and just sort of kept going that way. You know that you know stand sort of thing where you just you win a little bit and then you win a little bit each turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second game I was uh, against Ryan, and I want I, I had been playing with the idea of this list, which was taking an Evo bot and two Apsaras, so that I could buff up both my sniper and my HMG Dakinis. Dakinis, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a Dakini link uh, with that backed up with Pravati, who's both an engineer and a doctor. She has two wounds and she has structure, so she can actually repair herself. Um, yeah, she's great. And and again, I just I think there was some uh, there there was some bad luck with the dice. I ran the Dakini across the board. Uh, Ryan had a Naga Dakini on the very first turn. Fired, I think, only one burst into the uh, Maru and took two wounds off of it. Wow! Just just looking at Pavati as well. She's got engineer plus three, so she's healing herself on eighteen. Yeah, it's she's incredible. Yeah. She's very very good. Yeah. Um. Next turn, uh, just again a, a lot of more slap fighting. I didn't manage. I lost a couple of uh, units, uh, like, like a Naga sniper that I had. I lost Dart, um, who was right up next to the uh, what's it called the um, the data banker. Mm -hmm. um, but then you know, next turn, uh, the the link just went after the Marut, put it down, and then I just I grabbed the. Uh, I grabbed the data banker uh, with Pravati, ran her back um, into uh, back into my deployment zone to protect her. Unfortunately, I completely forgot that um, dominating the uh, middle zone was part of the mission. Yeah, so I had I think pulled a few everything it. out of it. Um, I had pulled everything out of it, and uh, Ryan um, managed to like he dominated the middle. I, don't think he got unlucky with. I think the last order he had, he didn't manage to touch one of the buttons. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had the data banker unthreatened and a button, so that was like I think a seven, seven, three, seven, four win. I remember the points, uh, for that one. And then, so at that point, I was sitting, I think, I because it because uh, I had so many uh VP points, I just beat Nick out for top table. 
um, if I remember correctly. That's right. I thought I was going to be going in to play Val at, at, on the top table. Yeah. Um, but you'd, you'd hit, pimped me on, on oh. VP. Um, I, think, I think it was only like 60 so, points or something like that. Yeah, so I was actually on the second table for round yeah. three. That's such a weird thing then because so that means... Ca- okay, we'll talk about that. But I think maybe that's just a result of the results maybe being input incorrectly because... The fact that you were on you were on top table, but you ended up coming anyway it doesn't matter. It's what happens when you have it's what happens when you have like small tournaments. You know, well, the, it's the twenty final, players. The, it's twenty twenty players. No, it, no, no. I'm more saying in in terms of rounds. If right. you only have three rounds, this third round can take like the guy who was first all the way down to like fifth. Sure, sure. Something like that. Um, played against Val. And I've never seen more more rats more dangerous than in Val's hand. I had a again oh, that's a really a good first and a half. turn. <laughs> really good first turn. I took out um Suryat with uh rocket launcher, the Vanguard with sniper rifle, um, put in a really sort of commanding position. Um at the top of the first turn, I thought I would be sweet, but when it came to the third turn, it's well. It came down to a draw. He beat me on um, army points left by about sixteen army points, mm. um, and he, and then I think he had his one of his classifieds done. I was lucky enough to have killed more specialists than him, um, which is again a great thing about Provider is you can have a doctor and an engineer yeah. and a character all in one model. For firefight, she's very good. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. A lot of covers a lot of bases um, from one model. Yeah, yeah. I think I think even I think I had test run or something. I don't remember. Mm. And um, but yeah, I was lucky enough to have done my classified, the panoplies and more specialists. So it ended up being um, a draw, which feels weird in a in any mission where it says like have more army points left than your opponent. The fact that he had more army points and it was still a draw. But you had the classifieds and the panel please, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and the specialists. That was the that was the big thing it was the specialists. Yeah, specialists are worth yeah. Right. There was I almost had Lieutenant. I got my Dikini with Marksman onto his Lieutenant. Just that was the one role I think all day that I really whiffed. And it was and looking back at it, it was probably the one that if if it you know fates had been different and I had succeeded would have been one that probably would have put me at first for the tournament. Mm. Oh well, so where did you end up coming? Fourth, is oh, I think fourth. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, it sounds like yeah, good games. Um, I'll just run through mine quickly. So I yeah, so my three opponents were um, uh, round one was Jake, who's the new player uh, mo. Round two was uh, Callum Starmada, who eventually ended up winning the event. Um, with the list that we pimped from last last uh, last episode, by the way, yeah, I will, I will uh, note that. So which you, one was it? The one that I played against? No, or the, other, uh, the, other the other two. List. Yeah, the the yeah, other because he was saying he did say the list that I was playing was like a meme list. The list um, that he, yeah, the list that you were playing wasn't one that we pimped, but it's one that he's he likes playing, and it's it's a it's an interesting list, mostly because of that duo that you spoke about, the the bronze and Santiago. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. Uh, and then round three was Dean with uh, Invincible Army. So I've already kind of um, talked about, but the overarching uh, theme of that day was dice. Dice were either really kind to me or 
uh, really horrible to me and then vice versa to uh, my opponent. I've already spoken about how um, Jake's motorized uh, Montessa managed to tank a whole bunch of shots to go and crit the Sepulchre back up um, with a paramedic gun. But there was other instances where like turn one, um, Jake... Because um, in highly classified, you've got the the F thirteen turret as well. So I um, and in highly classified, we pulled three out of the four of our classifieds were HVT classifieds. So that Ooh. just kind of completely what what it meant then was I, I went second. So I was like, okay, where's all your shit? Right, it's over there. My HVT is going to go here, <laughs> as close to my DZ as I'm allowed, and then I'm going to have everything looking at my HVT. So I had. I had a, a TR bot, I had the F-13, I had um, Fiddler's Jackbots ready to go, I had uh, Jaguar, I had Uhahu with pictures, I had everything just ready to like stop you from doing any HVT classifies. And um, his first turn he was like, oh well I need, I need to try and get to this HVT. And no joke, after the, for his first turn I'd managed to take a wound of his Sepulchre Knight, a wound of his Montessa and a wound of his Knight of Justice all through crits from either the F-13 turret, because there was one moment where he had his um, Sepulchre Knight in hollow projector, and he moved, and I was like, oh, and he's like, what, what are you going to do? I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot that hollow echo. And he's like, fuck, that was, that's the right one. And he goes, oh, I'll, sh I'll keep moving anyway, because I'm armor five and you're at bad range. And of course, my F-13 turret crits. <laughs> and then he rolls like a one for his armor save. And he's like, oh, good. Okay, great. And then, uh, yeah, my other TR bot kept critting through the whole game. It was weird. Like, um, the Sepulchre Knight eventually did take a TR bot out. But it was one of those, like, he was like four dice on 14s or whatever. And I was like four dice on 11s. And it just was not going his way. But um, in the end, like, stuff was, yeah, I was able to push through and uh, I can't remember what it was, like a nine, 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 three or whatever, but it was a really good game. Um, uh, oh, sorry, I'm, I was taking Starco, by the way. I think I mentioned that earlier. Um, and I want to mention this because I haven't been having much luck with Starco. So this tournament, I decided to take Starco without any link teams because I feel like that's what has been screwing me for... I feel like I'm just turning into this, like, I'd only play vanilla armies. Or if I play a uh, sectoral, I won't play with link teams because every time I try to add a link to an army, I make a mistake with movement or, or you know, placement um, or, or the link composition itself, and it just doesn't doesn't work for me. So I um, I made this list, removed all link teams, had all individual pieces, and I had a blast. Like I as I was able to use the use the army like a vanilla army, but with some of the pieces that you don't obviously get in vanilla. Um, you know, with the combination of being able to use like fiddler and a hard case and Nauf and Raoul was uh, was really nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so I played yes, yeah, so I played Jake in round one, Callum in round two. That was when dice went the other way went towards Callum um, pretty heavily in, in three specific episodes. The first one was, was was bad luck, but not that bad, which was first order of the game, I move out with Nauf to kill his um, war core. Uh, he's, the war core's in bad range. I'm in cover. Nauf's got mimetism. So it's neg nine. War core needs a four. Callum rolls a four. And um, Nauf is flashed. So I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. I can I can work around that. Then in turn two, 
I had Fiddler on a roof, Fiddler on a roof, um, who had like spent the turn one hiding on top of a crate using her jackbots as like kind of just defense defense guards. Which, by the way, Fiddler, mwah, chef's kiss. She's so useful in so many missions with her climbing plus and six four move. But she's up there. I'm like, okay, I, I need to get down. I've already broken Callum's link by killing the sniper who was the link leader. So <laughs> Fiddler like climb climbing plus is down the down the side of the crate, and the only arrow he has is a blue coat with SMG. It's a like it's long bomb range, um, and yeah, it's it's like it's long range. So he needs he has one dice on a six, and I decide to shoot him back with a contender because I'm like, ah, oh, it's like two dice on sixes versus one dice on six. I might get lucky and kill him, but it's on you know. But even if I don't, she's no one in cap a shock immunity. I'll just keep going. And what does he do? He rolls a six. What do I then do? Fail both my armor saves, and Fiddler disappears. <laughs> it's like forty-two points of a model that just disappears in one crit and um at that moment i have to say i did take a, i did have to like take a moment i kind of looked at what just happened and um, was because her whole her, her whole purpose was to keep moving um take out his cyber ghost and get into his backline but when i lost that model i kind of had this moment of going well this this might this might end badly for me now this game uh and then in i think in his turn to he drops his Knight of Santiago killer hacker um, around the corner from where Nauf is. And that's fine, right? Um, uh, I've got a ja you know, I've got Nauf and I've got a Jaguar and I've got hackers that are um, uh, within 8 inches. Where I've got a repeater that will be within 8 inches of the hacker once he comes around the corner. So he comes around the corner and I go, right, cool, I'm going to carbonate you with Uhahu. I'm going to oblivion you with the Hawa. Knife's gonna shoot you, and the Jaguar's gonna dodge to get around the corner so we can see you next ne next order. Um, I whiff the heavy sh heavy pistol shot. I whiff the Carbonite. I whiff the Oblivion, and then he split bursts with his Trinity and kills the Hawa. <laughs> so then he goes right. I'll do that again, and then I whiff with Uhahu. I whiff with the Knife, and I whiff the Jaguar, and then uh, Uhahu goes no one in cap. So I'm like, okay, okay, third time. <laughs> I whiff again, third time, and then Nauf dies. And at this point, I am I am seeing red. Like I'm I'm tilting pretty hard at this point. Like I've got multiple arrows against this guy, and nothing has pulled. Uh, nothing has stuck yet. Um. So in the end, he um yeah he manages to get around the corner and yeah kills Nauf and kills the the Hawa the Uhahu miraculously survives, which I have to be grateful for. Um, and then Raul has to walk on and kill him. But those three things combined in that game really put me in a in a pretty like I wasn't in a good space. I don't know if you guys heard me, but I think I was getting pretty. Uh, I was <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't happy, <laughs> shall we say? I was very uh, frustrated. But um, it did end in a six-five loss, uh, so it ended really really close. Um, I think in some part due to what you said about the exclusion zone, I think. I don't think Callum forgot there was an exclusion zone. I just think maybe he forgot it was worth three points. So he didn't put enough in there. So I was able to dominate the exclusion zone. Um, and he had sort of everything else. So it ended up being a 6-5. I, um, um, I played a, a 
well, practice game with Julian the week before, and we played data cache. And in that game that we that practice game, um, I completely ignored the fact that you were supposed to control the middle of the table. Mm. And so when it came to the actual event, I was like, okay, I, I know how to play this mission <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it's definitely a mission that um, on your second playthrough, you you got your head around it, kind of thing. Yeah, I think absolutely. Yeah, I think I think people definitely made some mistakes in that, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's just because there's a few moving parts. And then, um, but yeah, it ended up being a very good game in the end. It was very, very close um, and Calum deserved deserved the win. Um, it just There was just some of those moments for both of us where there was just dice where you just kind of went, but what, but what the fuck? Like, why? Like, once I can, because even in my first game against um, uh, Jake, I, I had to take five attempts to pass a whip check on um, to do one of the classifieds. And when that happens, you just kind of you just kind of have to stop for a moment and go, "All right, <laughs> what what what's gonna happen if I fail for a sixth time? Am I gonna yeah. stop? Am I gonna keep going? Or am I just am I what like what's gonna happen? You really gotta you really at that point gotta fight with the sunk cost fallacy of like yeah, do I just going yeah. or like am i actually in the point where i've sunk too much in this to stop yeah it's fucking it's a horrible feeling uh and then yeah, game three game three was against dean and i love playing against dean I, I i think i notably like you know went we when uh dean and i drew together uh and he was playing invincible army which was great because i've not played invincible army very often not maybe Ooh, since since n3 um yeah, and that was a great game. Uh, he had a really interesting list, which was like a, a pretty solid core link of a Shang-Gi HMG, uh, uh, Crit Cockrum with the Feuerback, uh, something else, and then oh, a Missile Bot and two Zanshi. So I guess the idea of it being like it could be aerobe, it could also be very, very aggressive. You've got Crit there with the Feuerback, who's also an engineer, um, who's just deadly with that fire back and then in the active turn you've got um the shang ji that can just hose down stuff uh, he, you know he had some remotes he had an engineer uh and he had um jumpy boy the lu jing uh and it it didn't go so well for dean on the first turn because i i, I managed to over infiltrate my hard case right next to his link team um, and I could see two of his Zanshi with the with the hard case. So he counter-deployed uh, Zensha next to where the hard case was and then spent an order to discover shoot. I went, cool, I'll put a template down. I pass my armor save, he doesn't. Zensha goes no one in cap. Then he goes, all right, I'll do it again. I pass my armor save, Zensha doesn't. <laughs> Uh, is he is he templating you as well? No, he's submachining gunning me. He's got the he, there was a submachine gun Panzerfaust, but he couldn't get an angle on the hard case that would get him out of um, range. Oh, no. And I think he also just didn't know what it oh. was either. You know, he was you know he wasn't sure. He thought it might have been a mine or something like that. So by the time he kind of revealed and and, and like you know got close enough to see me to discover me, he was like, "Well, I'm in template range now. Uh, if I get out of template range, I'm gonna have to take another shot." So I was able to, the hard case was able to trade a Zensha and one wound of the Shang-Gi, because even the Shang-Gi came, over the came around the corner and was like, okay, I'll just burst three, chain coat you. The hard case dies, but then <laughs> Dean rolls like a two or something for his armor save, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, I, I, it's, it's done now. Like, the thing is dead. I've lost three wounds. Um, 
And yeah, but the game the game is really good. Other than that, uh, there's some. Um, my uh, fiddler went on a hero run on the last turn, crossed the board, ran up a flight of stairs, and uh, shotgunned his or discovered and then shotgunned his lieutenant, the Dao Ying. Um, because he'd moved his link team over to deal with Nauf, I think it was. Well, A, to, a, to deal with Nauf, but B, to get the fuck away from Fiddler, because he realised that she was a real threat to the, his link team. Um, so then I was able to move up, get on top of a building, discover his dallying, and then use the jackbots to just put Vulcan shotguns on him. And that kind of was what, I think, got me the win in the end, um, was getting the lieutenant, because I think he, he, had, he almost had me. I think he was like four points short of getting me on army points. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really, really, um, really good game, and I and I enjoyed playing it without without link teams. I think I'm gonna have to um, experiment with that more. Uh, maybe maybe throw link teams back into the mix, but I just really value having you know five or you know five or six individual pieces, and not having to have those pieces in uh, in one place all the time. Especially when it's I, if there, a ser- serious question, Kev. Yeah. Why don't- you just play vanilla. Well, because because you can't play because I don't have no. Starco, you can't play Starco. Well, yeah, well, Starco's got a, a different combination of models to take. So yeah, there's a reason yeah. to play but, Starco without. Well, not okay. real. Well, I mean, I don't know if there is. Like that's the thing. Like I could just play Nomads and probably have a better time. Like that's that's generally my that's generally my advice to people who want to play Starco. I'm like, you can just play Nomads and they're just better because they are. They're just they just get everything that Starco gets, and then just better stuff um sure like you do get the combination of being able to run links of riot girls and links of mobile gata and uh, raul specter um and fiddler and nauf and those sorts of things but if you're not using link teams the advantages is it's pretty sim it's pretty pretty slim um but i don't know like i don't have all of nomad models so i'll just play I'm just a weirdo that likes to play uh, sectorials without any link teams, right? What can I say? I did. I did, I did reflect. We had a game uh, where you were playing Shazvasti, and I was putting together my Shazvasti. I, I just a, a Shazvasti list, you know, as you do at random. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back to my game. I was like, Kev played his Shazvasti without a single like link. This is when you were trying to do like the the eighteen orders with the tigers. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shazvasti um, is what is an army that you can play without link teams pretty comfortably. But there's a lot of other armies that kind of are built around link teams. Um, yeah. Stark, you know, and and I and but I just am so bad with link teams. I'd rather just not play with them. And yeah, fair. Uh, that's that's the reason why. Uh, maybe I'll fair. just start. Maybe I'll just start collecting nomads next. That's that's probably the takeaway here from this from this day. But even then, I played with no link teams and I came second. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, all right. Copy that. Copy that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've we've spent we spent a lot of time talking about that. So, um, but I guess just shout out to to Peter Henry for running the event. It was a really really good day. Uh, well run and with some great prizes so thanks yeah i think this is probably a good time to mention though as well that um that was the road to bcb but we've actually got official dates for the real bcb now um we do we do we do okay right so so those who are following along on the socials may have noticed some some uh, activity lately but uh bcb will be running on the 19th and 20th of february 2022 at the collingwood Masonic Centre in Collingwood. Actually, it's in Abbotsford, but it's in it's in Melbourne, Victoria. 
we have a 50 player cap it's a 65 dollar entry and we've currently got about 30 players signed up so uh we you know and that's still with plenty of players in the community who haven't signed up yet we're hoping we can get some interstate players over uh we understand obviously covid is a trying time and omicron even worse but we're you know we are hopeful that we can get this run um so it's only what two months away uh yeah really really excited it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be a good day good 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 couple of days at it we've got the whole center to ourselves from five from like six o'clock on friday till eight o'clock on sunday so we can stay there as long as we like we can we can drink beers we can play games um you know and it's in collingwood so it's right next to some good good pubs and pubs and bars so it should be a good um a good weekend i'll definitely be there so yeah no you looking- can't stop me I, I don't want to stop you. I want as many people to come as possible because we haven't run it since 2019. Two years later. Um, three years later. Fuck. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we've got that. I don't think we've got any other events to announce. Or oh, CanCon, I guess, is going ahead. Are any of you guys going to it? No, I'm not going to it. I haven't really thought about it at this point. Yeah. No, I've got a um, I've got a family holiday that weekend. Um, it is a lot like the Australia Day long weekend. Here, so um, good opportunity to take a couple extra days of work and get the public holiday off as well. So um, I will not be uh, attending. No. So uh, that's all the events to announce. Uh, we have a little bit of, uh, I guess, news. Uh, you know, we had some. Uh, was it January releases came out? So uh, I really like the Noctifer. That looks really good. I'm really, really stoked with that, that model. Is, he's like leaning on his um, missile launcher. Is that the one? That's the yeah. one. Yeah, that's the but, uh, reminiscent of the uh, the old Fusilier. Oh yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really nice. It, it looks way more menacing. I really like the kind of bulk. I mean, he might not be that bulky, but I guess the the cloak makes him look mm. pretty menacing. So I'm really, really stoked with that. The Beta Troopers look good as well. I keep wanting to jump into O12 and seeing those guys. Makes me want to jump in harder. Uh, but but uh, but we also oh, had what's the... what, what makes me want to jump into Yujing those bloody long yards. Ah oh, yeah, man! Yeah. Don't, don't you dare! Don't you dare! My there, God, I've never seen so much rage I... about these little guys. I hate them so much. Like, there's I don't even want to look at the model, but <laughs> the. Mm-mm. Your periscope, uh, everything about it. There's there's nothing about it that I like. Like if no, not, not even except for its profile. Not even not even it's like it's kind of cute looking. Like I I like I quite like them. The only thing I don't like about them is they're not S three. Like that's far from S three. Well, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be that's that's an S three model, right? And it's okay. I pulled I pulled the model up now. I've got the image in front of me, and I still just hate it. That little that little head. The um, oh my god! They are, they're so the, the, yeah. the chicken legs. The would, I, would I it be like be, would it be better the, if it just I didn't like, have like the periscope and the little like bulb thing on its middle of its face? It's very would you alien. Like it better than I, I like the like the using four legged. The new um, remotes are great. Yeah, remotes. Mm. I really like those. So. I mean, at the moment, the way that I play Long Yar is I just get one of my regular Flash Pulse remotes and place a camo marker on top of it mm-hmm. um, to say that this is a S this is a S three camo marker. Um, 
and they generally they don't do much on the table apart from staying camp. No, anyway, um, so I'll probably just keep doing that uh, personally. But um, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm. There's no way I'm gonna buy those. I just uh, uh, yeah. I really, really don't like them. I like the design angle. I'd like to to see the um, the fluff behind them a bit more and find out why they're why they are that shape. You know, it's because they're they're kind of stalker remotes and they trape through the snow. And also, they remind me of the old the old fashioned the old style Sujan, like before they turned it into Battle Cat. That's true. So I wonder it if does, there's it, some re- resemblance to that, some like homage maybe. Def- it definitely um, has that same vibe. Um, also, a model that I yeah, right. Like. That was that was fucking ugly as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the old Sujan. Like I was gl- I'm glad they changed it, but <laughs> that's the only explanation I can come up with. Yeah. So. Man, yeah, nice, nice to see. Um, yeah, anyone who you know wants to get into JSA, uh, the what was the JSA like box army box where it was been popped into an army pack now. Yep, oh, yeah, yeah, sure so it has the, everything there. The, the JSA uh, thing has been being re released, um, just yeah. so that all those models are available in the current packaging, and they've taken out the old cardboard buildings that they had in there as well. So, yeah. um, start collecting GSA, to, but yeah, don't start collecting GSA. And then the only other thing is the repackaging of the blackjack and the uh Salzamanda or code one. No, you can't just call it a blackjack repackage, <laughs> it's, the, I don't, it's I don't want it's the I don't code want one tag, the code one Ariadna tag pack <laughs> is what it is. Uh, yes. yes, and people online. I mean, a few people online, let's be fair, we're livid. We're not like, happy. And you can kind of understand that it could have been handled better, right? When you put, when as, as, a, as a company, from CB's perspective, when they put forward their timeline of what the releases for this module are going to be, and, and you've got Ariana, a faction that does not have access to a tag and say that as part of the release, there's going to be a tag pack. And then when people ask, is there actually a tag or is it just blackjacks or are blackjacks actually going to get changed to profile to be to be a tag or what's going on? And then you just have radio silence. Then like, why would you not just tell people what it was beforehand? Yeah, I think there's, there's, a, there's a few things going on here that have caused some confusion. So for those of you who don't know, you know, you, you, when they're releasing Code 1, they had this uh, chart that came out that showed you uh, the different things that an army ro- would have. The roadmap. Yeah, the roadmap, the roadmap. yeah. Because each, each month they'd have, like, the, the remotes released and then the engineer and the doctor were released and then the like the alpha pack and the beta pack and then yeah there's a, there's, there was a hero pack and a remotes pack and uh, and uh, and then but for when it came to ariadna because the ariadnans don't have remotes in code one they said they we're going to get a beast pack and we're like okay cool beast pack that's going to be the polaris team that makes sense and then they said okay well and but they're still going to get a tag pack and everyone's like what a tag they don't have tags and then that's like generated all this speculation online about oh my god, Ariane's got a tag pack. And then of course tag raid came out, and people were like oh my god, it's it's gonna happen because they've got a tag and tag raid, and it's Ariadna looking, and it looks like this RM fucking whatever they thing called. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> it was all a ruse, and people were like, what the fuck, CB? You could have just been honest. Yeah, it was. I'm with you. It was it was bad. It was bad. 
communication. Bad communication. Yep. But 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 you, now you can get a box that's got two blackjacks in it. So does it have two blackjacks in it? I think so, doesn't it? No, it's just one blackjack. I, I think, think it's just the HMG one. It's the HMG. Oh, really? I thought it was both. Oh, they could yeah, they could. You're right. They could they could have repackaged it with like double blackjack in it. Make it both both of them be both of them would be ace. What you could do is you could put one blackjack on top of the other blackjack, and then you could call it a tag. Be like transform. <laughs> yeah. So that was a miss misstep. You get the. Get the T two sniper rifle from the from the one of them and put it on the HMG one, so he's got both guns. Yeah, what what it means is it just means that that um, Ariadna aren't getting a tag anytime soon because that was their time, that was their moment to do it, to to maybe unveil it, and they didn't. So it just means that sorry guys, you have to deal with the Anaconda until uh, until whenever. So um, all right. Cool. Moving on, we will get into our uh, December challenge for this month. So obviously it's the 21st of December. We've been running this challenge for 21 days, so you should already know. But for the month of December, we want you to play using Soldiers of Fortune. So uh, so last month, we actually didn't even go over the winners on the episode, but we did announce it on our socials and on Discord. Um, but congratulations to... Fuck, who was it who won? Uh, our last challenge was to... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, we haven't even talked about that yet because our last challenge was unlimited insertion. And uh, we actually didn't have that many um, responses to it, which was interesting because we've had like, a heap of responses for all the other ones, but we only had maybe like four or five uh, for unlimited insertion, which I think kind of makes sense because, as you said, Nick, our previous challenges have all been about changing the way you you play your game. Whereas the unlimited insertion challenge was more about changing the way that both players or the game is played in a way. And just the way the game is played, yeah. Yeah. So I think that might have elicited some, you know, or uh, changed the response rate because maybe people just didn't want to play that way. Well, I mean, it means you have to also convince your opponent that this is the way we're going to play. And like, yeah. to, for, for, to, to change what you're doing is easy, but to then convince someone else to jump in on this when you might be the only game that you get in in you might be playing one game a week one game a fortnight um so if someone doesn't want to play that style then yeah what are you gonna do? yeah so we had we had four entries um and and as always they were really good entries uh jordan especially uh he always um puts in some uh some good good effort into his battle reports and uh he you know he 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 played um iss in the traditional n3 way with a fuck ton of Quangxi. So that was really good to see, um, and it and, and it seemed to do 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 work um, as well as you as you'd expect. Um, um, Callum made a Starmatalis, which was eighteen orders, which is quite um, quite hard to do, I think, for Starmada. And um, yeah. Don uh, Don Cochran Corcoran, sorry, yeah, played played a few games with um, Unlimited Insertion Hack Islam and he basically his his response was where I'm really glad that there's a 15 order cap in N3 because being able to run like eight Delami in their own little combat group and just be a, a a tar pit for your opponent is not fun for anybody which I which I can kind of which I can tend to agree with um it's not it might not be that much fun um, my experience of playing Unlimited Insertion was I didn't think it was that much that much different or better um personally but wh where i see the problem is is it what it does is it it does 
it does have this N3 um, situation where there were most armies worked really well at 15 to 17 orders, but there were some armies that worked extremely well at 20 plus, or like at like 18 to 20 orders. And I think by dialing everybody back to 15, it gives everybody the same level playing field to play on. When you go back to unlimited insertion, what it does is it unbalances the game a little bit to the point where you have some armies like Dashat and Hack Islam um, and oh, there's like a few others, I guess, um, Caledonia that really lean in, like um, what's the other one, um, Cosmoflot, that can really lean in hard into this um, uh, efficient um, way of playing where you're just trading up and you're just giving your opponent a really shit time with lots of cheap orders that you don't care if they die, but hey, a chain rifle won't, might take you out. So um, I think <clears throat> I think that was kind of the, the main feedback we, uh, I got from it, having played two games of or three games of Unlimited Insertion. I um I I per personally I quite enjoyed it, but what it, what it did what it, what it did positively for the game was it brought back that fog of war that we've lost in N4. You know, being able like I think I gave played a game against Ryan. He was playing QK. I was playing Dashat. And we both had like 15 orders, or sorry, we both had like at least 15 orders. But I had no idea how many orders he actually had because he had Yan Yan, he had Bashi Bazooks. So I had no idea, like, was that his last Bashi? Was that his last Yan Yan? So that was that was good to go back to that feeling of not knowing what my opponent, what surprises my opponent had in store and had in store. And sometimes when you play 15 orders, just taking away that. Oh, cool! You got fifteen orders on the table. Few. I don't have to worry about, um, a, uh, you know, uh, AD or or hidden deployment. So that was um that was like a a common thread I found through it. Um, but I think the the ability, like forgetting just how what sorry forgetting how much work you could get done with eight orders in group two. Like I had a game against uh, Ryan with in Dashat where I had a uh, I had the one one two motorized with seven orders behind him and he was able to run to the midfield grab a uh, a, a civilian because we're playing rescue and run all the way back to my DZ and you just you just can't do that in um, in N four like you just don't you just don't have the orders you've got five at most in group two. And you just, yeah, being able to have like eight orders in group two and then still have a full plethora of 10 orders in group one, it's just, it really changes what you do in your turn. So, um, yeah, it seemed to be fun, but I think a lot of people said that it was, it does seem to skew some lists in some ways. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on it, if you played it yourself or is there anything that you want to add? Look, I didn't play. Um just because I am in that category of I only get one game in a week and I want it to be uh, a game that is going to be towards what I'm going to play into the meta and the meta mm. is to play standard, right? Yep. Um, but in saying that, I can, I can, I can, I mean, people, there's some, some people in, some people in the community still harp on about how, um, how unnecessary it was to make the change. But I, I feel like, um, I do feel like it was the right decision and I think the game is in a better place um, because of it. The in, the one thing that you've mentioned there that I totally agree with though is the is that fog of war aspect. 
in that that's one thing that's definitely missing from current N4. And I don't know um, how you could improve that without going back to the the um, the bad old days of re-combat groups. Yeah, because I think yeah. what because uh, I think I said before, it doesn't affect every army. I still think that 15 orders is still a strong spot to sit in. 15 to 17 orders is still strong. Um, and it's there's nothing... If you were to go back to unlimited insertion as the normal way of playing, I think 90% of your lists wouldn't change. It wouldn't change a great deal. Like maybe an extra order, maybe two. But there would be some armies out there that would just that just love to lean heavily into those ways. Do you, do you need to be able, do those armies need to be able to spend SWC for extra models? Do mm. those armies need something like, um, something like a, um, like a, like a pack, right? Like, um, like an antipode pack, for example, but the three, instead of it being three antipodes, it's like three troops that just operate as a single thing, as like a little squad. Mm. Um, like, for example, I know people like, and people talk about Ariadna being impacted by this, right? Do, does that what Ariadna, Ariadna needs? Do, that, do they need, uh, like, like US, do they need like a little Marine Corps thing? It's like three little Marines that run around as a little troop. I think I like the, I, uh, the SWC for extra slots above yeah. 15. That's not a bad one. I, I, I don't. I thought of that one. The only one I've ever thought of is those particular armies. Um, is to increase the power that they can um, that they can have with uh, coordinated orders. So either more burst to the troops in the coordinated orders, uh, more troops in the coordinated orders. Wait, wait. What? What? Um, what, is, what is? What's this for? What's this? Was this purposes? Well, we, we, as in to, to help those armies that are sort of suffering under the fifteen orders. Oh, is, right, right. Is to it, it, because is to give them the ability to have more powerful I... coordinated orders. So you're still getting you're getting that extra movement, that increased efficiency. Mm. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was talking from the point of view of like, yeah, things that are too strong under unlimited insertion, but yeah. Uh, going the other way, I I don't know how to fix that. I guess you know US Ariadna probably just needs some better troopers. Period. Yeah, well, um, they just need true. they just need some some better troops. But uh, yeah, I think it just removes the skew a little bit at the top end. You know, it just kind of fifteen fifteen troopers just kind of keeps everything in a box where you can't go, you can't deviate too far in one or one or one direction or the other. Yeah. Sure, there are armies like IE and uh, an Avatar list that can really stretch that 15 orders but it's in a very particular ways it's very specific ways uh whereas we you know whereas if you just go hey you can have 20 orders 20 orders if you want you know a dash up player just goes fuck yeah gimme 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 and it doesn't feel terribly balanced when you then throw that army up against a military orders army that's maybe only running like 12 to 15 orders that was that was that was my observation uh oh and, and congratulations to callum who won that um that uh monthly challenge yes so we'll move on um sorry well yeah so this month we're playing uh soldiers of fortune so similar to last time you you, you um, just let your opponent know that you're going to run soldiers of fortune 
It costs an SWC to your army to do it, and you can choose from all the mercenary troopers in uh, in the army app. Uh, so there's some so there's some good um, some good. Uh, we basically want to know what you what you want to take in in this in this uh, what do you call it extra. Um, there's there's a lot of good options in there. If, you know, for example, like there's McMurrow. Uh, there's options with lots of smoke. There's Carmen, Yojimbo, things like Pano might benefit from using those kinds of, kinds of troopers because they don't get smoke Ooh. elsewhere. Uh, uh, another one that I thought of is it allows you to take rem racers in sectorials. So currently you that's don't. A good, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you know, for those armies, uh, um, Onyx, um, or I guess even uh, OSS, although you do get the Apsara. But you can do. The Apsara is, I'm yeah. pretty sure, better and cheaper. Yeah, uh, you can get uh, in Corregidor, where you can, you know, put um, a Rem Racer on a Vostok, make them BS thirteen. Um, it's quite nice, or even plus one armor, make them armor four. So th- those sorts of things. Yeah, re- I mean, because rem- I've been playing sectorials all all year. I haven't even Rem Racers aren't even something I've even looked at. So yeah, and just giving you the ability to just have that plus one. BS remote like a linked Rushi and, and Dasha. That's what I've been sort of looking at. You know, could be kind of fun. Um, obviously, there's the the obvious ones that I think are are um, where you're running a Joan uh, a Joan army, and then you just add in extra war cores and um, Libertos to your army for the free regular orders. That's pretty gross. Yeah, just all the irregular stuff. Just add that into your army. Like Carmen becomes regular, Yojimbo becomes regular, McMurrow becomes regular. It's fucking gross. Uh, so there's some really good. There's some really interesting um, synergies you can come up with. Some obvious ones like McMurrow. Just insert McMurrow. <laughs> um, but um, I've I haven't played a game of it yet. But I've been building some lists and uh, looking at some. Uh, some areas of an army like Shaz that maybe don't have much smoke outside of the speculo. I can, you know, I can add in Yojimbo there, who gives me some smoke. Uh, Rama is similar. I can add in Yojimbo or McMurrow, give me a sort of a uh, a threatening attack piece. Raul as well is really good in an army that might not get access to AD or much AD. Being able to throw Raul in there is is cool. So yeah, so there's lots lots of fun things you can do in Soldiers of Fortune. So as always, um, play a game, write in a report send it to us at lossoflieutenant at gmail.com and we will draw a winner um, sometime around about the end of the month. I mean, I'm going to be not here on New Year's Eve so uh, or January 1st, so we'll, we'll do I it think, around uh, I think there was I think there was a tournament that could potentially be happening that uh, wanted us to uh, hold off for a couple of days because oh, yeah. they wanted to put it into the tournament pack. So um, it's going to be drawn sometime in the new year. Yeah, First so, week that's right. January, we're going to probably look at. So, mm-hmm. and uh, and then finally, we have our quarterly challenge, uh, get her done. So I haven't got much done. I'm afraid. I don't know what you guys. I've I've got nothing. I've got nothing uh, done. Sorry, for my, my get her done. So, um, Jacob, I got for silly done, we'll, uh... and I'll probably try and get two line Kazakhs out before the end of the year. Uh, Fingers crossed. Yeah, I had high hopes, honestly, and then just work just 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 shagged me real mm. hard, and I just haven't been able to do much. I did the Secret Santa, and I started putting paint on uh, the Defiant stuff, and then it just all fell apart. So, a bit disappointed, but there's always next year, <laughs> next next quarterly challenge, whatever whatever that'll be. Uh, okay, so before we get to a break. We are going to, seeing this is the last show of the year, we're going to do a bit of a quick little reflection on 2021. 
um, ask ask ourselves, was it better than 2020? And <laughs> look ahead to it was 20... the same. <laughs> 2020. It was the same. <laughs> they said it would a little bit better. They said it wouldn't be as bad, but I think it was badder. Look in in terms of in terms of the infinity space. Um, 2020, like we got we got heavily into TTS mm. and like we were having all of our community events on, on, on online and discord and, and, and doing all that. I feel like we didn't do that as much in 2021, um, but we did get the opportunity to get some more games back in um, at the start of the year. And now coming in at the end of the year as well, we're getting uh, back, back games again, face to face, which is amazing. Um, one thing that I've found as a real standout is uh, particularly from this past event that we've just had last weekend gone was that uh, we ha- we had like six or seven brand new faces that had never been to an infinity event before um, come along to a 20 person event. So that's one, one th- basically one third of all the participants were new players. So the fact that our community's booming at the moment is fantastic. Um, so as long as we can keep keep that keep that running and um, charge on into twenty twenty two. Any anything else from you guys on reflections? I mean, I don't. There's nothing else I want to go into detail about. So, Jacob. Uh, I mean, I I, I was grateful for TTS. Um, you know, it's that sort of thing. The convenience of doing it from home and all that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, being able to do it when we can actually see each other face to face. But I think we can all agree that we all had um, issues where it just impacted our gameplay. Um, I know for from me personally, I really struggled with a lot of the 2D models and just remembering the fact that facing still existed. Mm. Um, so it's nice to, you know, get the drop dice again at the very end of 2021, um, get the, the models down, get to see, you know each other and actually you know have that banter have that communication um and have that you know you you forget how much how difficult how difficult it was to mold tts into play infinity when you play it in um when you play it in real life and you're just like oh i need to check this line of sight i'll just crouch down level with the table and boom instead of spending five minutes you know, messing around with your arrow keys and your your uh, mouse. So he's hoping that you know things at the very least stay the way they are. Yeah, I think same. Um, the community's been really strong. Uh, Melbourne's been uh, doing really well over COVID. Um, we've kept our player base up somehow, even though we haven't really been having many games. Um, so yeah, and I think we've been. Cracking on as a podcast, we've uh, I think we've upped our game over this last year with the with the challenges and the community outreach and uh, well not outreach but like the the social media interactions and our uh, videos and our stupid you know just kind of being part of the global you know infinity universe was was nice this year. Yeah, hey, hey, hey! One thing I forgot to mention earlier was that there was a. a, a CB did a big post about yeah. content creators. Yes. <laughs> and uh, guess who's the first in the list of uh, podcasts? Yours truly, Lost Lieutenant. Who would have, who would have thought that? Wait, was it alphabetical? Um, was it, it wasn't alphabetical, was it? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like it should be alphabetical. Um, 
because yeah, well, I think I mean, we're above I mean, the the dice abide and stuff like that. Yeah, well, we yeah we've been getting mentions mentions by uh, from from the guys at Infinity. We've been talking to Carlos. We've been talking to you know I've been on the Dice Abide podcast. There's been you know a lot of sharing of of information and ideas. So it's it's been really really good um, to be part of this this game uh, and the yeah. and this podcast. So uh, even with all the so, challenges, so- we've we've stayed together. <laughs> that's right so through th- through thick and thin yeah. so so 2022 we still kind of look at i mean we'll still keep trying to aim for one every two weeks if we can um as much as we can one thing that we are considering that is on the horizon which we put some feels out for is to organize a uh what do you call it patreon thing where they give us patreon they give us, right. where they give us money um, yeah <laughs> the thing where they give us money yeah 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 um like purely because where we're doing these monthly challenges and we're sending out prizes to people and that costs us money, right? So um, exactly what that's going to look like, we don't know yet, but we want to get some exclusive stuff out there for people who are going to support us in that way and that will come through in the new year as well. Yeah, I think we've been resisting it for a long time because we don't maybe just don't think that we we're, we're worthy of it, but if we're spending our own money and people want to give us some, then we'll we'll take it to keep us going. You know? That's it. <laughs> like, we're uh, we're we're a charity. But, uh, to be honest, it doesn't cost a lot of money for us. It doesn't cost us any money apart from like us buying microphones ourselves, which we've all got already. Like, there's no running cost apart from the challenges, sending stuff out, and, and that type of thing. So, yeah, um, that's what we want to be able to um, to maintain and keep going to carry on doing because the monthly challenges have been because, excellent. Because, yeah, and we've had such amazing um, uh, contributions and and support from everyone getting involved with those. So um, that's the next step. Yeah, absolutely. All right, shall we go for a quick break and then come back and do Pip My List round two? Sure, let's do it. All right, let's stop our car around. And welcome back, listeners. So for the second half of the show, we are going to go through some more of the lists that you sent in. And as always, the intention is to pimp those lists. So you want to be a player, but your wheels ain't fly. You got to hit us up to get a pimped out list. Okay, that'll do. <laughs> and then let it run as long as, long as last time. Uh, okay, so uh, we went, we got through about four of them or something like that last time. Uh, we'll probably get through another four of them this time. We've still got another lots more to do. So this will mm. this keep us busy until the new year. Or sorry, until and well into the new year. Um. So first up, we have uh Phil, who I can't be wrong. It might be our local Phil, the one that you played. Uh, Looking last- at this list, I'm pretty sure this is the list that I played against last weekend. Right. Okay. That's good. Like I'm like I'm I'm not, I'm not pretty sure. I'm I'm 100 sure this is Phil's list. This is the same. This is our local Phil. Um, right. Who's come over from? He'd previously been a War Machine player. Um. So yeah, Phil says hi. I'm a new player, less than ten games in, but have reasonable experience in other war games, particularly War Machine. Um, I've included my basic MO list that I think needs work. I'd like a list that sucks all joy out. Of the, uh, I, I would like a list that sucks all joy out of the game. Okay, um, yeah. maybe leaves people feeling hollow and questioning if they like other, like only to suffer. Uh, the kind of thing that will come up in group therapy. <laughs> it does not have to be great at winning exactly, but really frustrating. Um, so far, I have found guided missiles can have that effect on people, but the rest really needs work. Okay, so um, I didn't realize Phil was 
such a horrible person when I played him last week. Well, he is um, an ex-War Machine player, so uh, take that as you from what you will. Uh, although, to be fair, no, Phil is a lovely guy, and he's an excellent player as well, so um, a really, yeah, he's yeah, he's got some great insight into the game. Uh, did you want to? Did you want to uh, just go through his list, seeing as you you played him most recently? Is the un oh. unpimped list? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I've got the unpimped uh, um, list here. We've got a uh, Knight of Santiago as your lieutenant, who's also a specialist operative, operative with um, Spitfire as his primary weapon. Um, Blackfriar fire team option with six cents. Um, HRL and nanopulsar. A Crozier, Crozier, is that how you pronounce yep. it? Crozier, paramedic, um, and then two uh, Crozier, uh, just regular combi rifle dudes. Then uh, two order sergeant uh, hacking hackers with regular hacking devices, and then to round out group one, we've got a Knight of Santiago combat jump ha uh, killer hacker yep. with a boarding oh, shotgun. Just um, so basically one, two, sorry, three, Nick. four, five. Six. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just breaking up an awful lot. I don't know if you're on uh, the Wi-Fi's or something, or is it just Discord? Oh, yeah, my Wi-Fi does look like it is suffering. Let me try something. Sorry, Please stand by. Is that better? I mean, it's usually fine as long as you're not talking for extended periods of time. Right. Yeah, I've done a speed test. It's coming through pretty good from now. All okay. Right. So Sorry. I'll try. Sorry. Um, that's all right. Um, sorry, so what was I up to? Uh, the final thing in that list is a Knight of Sant... In that group one is a Knight of Santiago combat drop... Combat jump uh, killer hacker. Um, yeah. So you've got eight orders in group one. Uh, seven of those orders, seven of those models can all be in the same fire team. Mm. You've got some um, redundancy there in your fire team because um, you've got a Crocia... You have a Crocia link, then everything else can sub into that link as either a wild card or the um, order sergeants can go in um, as part of the Crozier link as well. Um, group two has seven, uh, seven regular orders. So we've got an eight, seven split here. So I've got a peacemaker uh, with a heavy shotgun and the Oxbok, uh, mule bot, Evo hacker, Fugazi drone bot. So a flash pulse bot, another mule bot. Um, I think it's just to, to make up orders there. Uh, a clipper drone bot. So that's your missile bot. And uh, escort sergeant, order so, sergeant. Yeah, it's like an order sergeant with an oxbot. Okay. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Sure. Order sergeant with an oxbot. Um, heavy rocket, heavy rocket launcher with a heavy flamethrower oxbot, and then then the knight of Montessa uh, on the motorbike with a multi rifle. Um, yeah. So, so that's your un unpimped list. Unpimped list. So you played this. You played against a very similar list. This on the weekend. Yeah, what, I played. Did, I played against this exact list. What did you think of it? Um. I feel like uh, the main thing that I thought it lacked was a particularly long range um, option, right? Mm -hmm. You've got the missile launcher drone bot, but everything else doesn't, it, there's nothing else in here that's good over 32 inches. Yeah. Um, so. And and the uh, the other the other thing is that there's not much in here that's good at punching through armor either. There's no AP, um, nothing that's got particularly high damage. 
Um, you've got the heavy rocket launchers, but they're hit and miss with such a low burst. Um, I do like having two hackers in that link, and that's something that I've been doing myself in my five-man links, having just two regular, normal um, line troops as hackers in that five-man link does give you some good options. Um, in saying that, maybe not the best faction to do it that type of thing in because you don't have that much of a repeater presence apart from the uh, all these remotes, but they're all starting in your deployment zone anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I took a look at this list and I saw similar things to you. I saw the lack of long-range punch. I also saw the lack of really, like, there's eight, seven models in that link there, in the first order group, that kind of just don't do anything other than be filler for a link. You know, you've got the Spitfire and the Heavy Rock Launcher, and then you've got, like, Crozier, Crozier, two hackers, and another Crozier. Like, yeah, sure, you can refill the link if the Heavy Rocket Launcher goes down, but then what do you, like, you've got the Spitfire who's just hanging back, doing nothing. It doesn't really do that much um sure i mean i guess they might not need to do much until the first two for the first two turns you've got the knight of santiago who can drop in and he's got like you know seven orders to spend um but that's kind of it there's not an awful lot going on there group two is a bit more interesting because you've got the peacemaker and the escort sergeant and the knight montessa like so knight montessa and the peacemaker can do some a lot of work in the first turn um you know being speedy uh, up the midfield with the peacemaker the Knight of Montessa is the multi-rifle one, which is, um, I wouldn't say it's a, the unusual version, but it's definitely one I don't see often enough, but I like it because the multi-rifle gives you some real flexibility there in the, in the sh uh, sort of mid-range game. Um, yes, so I, so the list I decided to, so I changed it. So I said, I saw what you're doing with the hacking, repeaters and the missile bot, but um, I don't think the MO are best equipped to this style of play because you don't have repeaters you, you've got the, the peacemaker sure but you don't really have that ability to throw out all those hacking um arrows in the midfield um and you're kind of just relying on this like one trick pony on the clipper and you're kind of to do that you're spending what's well, order sergeants are 18 points and half an swc just in the off chance that you might get a spotlight off and be able to missile something when you're playing fucking military orders who can punch things in the face better than almost any other army out there use the punch thing the f in the face thing so uh what else did i say i said um so, so i've tried making a list using the bones of what you sent uh, by dropping the missile bot and the montessa i didn't want to drop the montessa but i wanted to add this uh the uh, heavy infantry harris in the form of the teutons um, and then sort of then use the second group in a similar way as what he was doing before which is to basically be able to use your peacemaker um, effectively. So what this list now looks like is um, I have a Knight of Commander, uh, sorry, Knight Commander, Lieutenant Plus One Order. He's in the link team with an Order Sergeant he Heavy Rocket Launcher, Order Sergeant Hacker, Black Friar Heavy Rocket Launcher, uh, a Crozier with Combo Rifle, Blitzen, EM Mines, and a Crozier Paramedics. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six members in the link team. Two Heavy Rocket Launchers, Fully linked heavy rocket launchers in the list in the in the link team. One of them has got MSV two, um, and the other one doesn't. But what this gives you is it it gives you the ability to really put up two pretty oppressive arrows out to thirty two inches that have access to temple weapons. 
and uh, you know heavy rock launchers are just are just pretty pretty deadly uh, themselves. Um, and then you've got you've got paramedic to get them back up. You've got the knight commander who basically is your lieutenant, um, hollow masking as a as a crozier. And you've got this really cool profile, which is the combo rifle blitz in EM mines. Because this guy here, if you don't have anything to do with this link team, you can just drop an EM mine, which is great for defending your DZ, great for defending this little link team. Uh, EM mines are poison for tags and heavy infantry, and honestly, you know, poison for anything without veteran. And then the Blitzen's actually a really nice little aero piece, um, just to kind of stick out, um, you know, covering a short fire, you know, not not a short fire lane, but covering a fire lane where where <clears throat> like heavy infantry will not want to walk down. So I've got the six man link here, or five man plus a filler. Then I've got Harris, which is a, a the Teutonic Knight NCO, the Spitfire, to make use of the Knight Commander's plus one orders. Uh, a Knight of Santiago Killer Hacker. Who gives you the firewall, but he's also a fantastic, um, you know, piece in himself. Combo rifle, D charges, and like I say, a killer hacker. And then you've got the Teutonic Knight with light shock and Panzerfaust. Who's just a 19 point model of like fuck you. Like he's got, you know, dodge plus three, fizz fourteen, so he's dodging on seventeens. Martial arts um, with a light shock and Panzerfaust for nineteen points is just so so good. Um, so that's group one with nine orders. Group so two. Oh, sorry. In, in in this particular one, uh, are you running it as like a Teutonic Knight um, fire team, or with the Crucio? Are you just leaving it up to have both? Uh, so no. The, the the purpose of this is to have your core link sitting back with the double heavy rocket launchers, and then your Teutonic Knight Harris of the NCO oh, yeah. Santiago and the other Teuton, because that's going to be your workhorse. Um, the 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 other uh, the other six orders in that list basically don't do anything. They're just your defensive um, firebase, heavy rocket launchers. Sure, they're not missile launchers. They don't have the range of a sniper rifle, but they're still really useful. Um, and you know, a, a fully linked Black Friar is still difficult to take out with them with the MSV two. Uh, yeah, he's got MSV two. Uh, group two um, is the other Knight of Santiago, the combat jump on. Um, so the killer hacker, boarding shotgun, blah blah blah, peacemaker, um, a fugazi, mulebot evo to help the knight of Santiago drop down, uh, a mulebot eight point mulebot, and a war core. So there's six orders in group two, five five regular, one irregular. And the point of this combat group here is to you've got five orders on the table, or sorry, four regular and one irregular. That's one. One order to spend on the evil hacker, and then you've got three orders to spend on the peacemaker, or you've got those orders to spend on the Knight of Santiago, who has to drop in. He hasn't got parachutists, so you want to make sure he drops in using the evil hacker um, hacking program. And that just gives him one, two, three, four, possibly five orders to spend and just run amok, leaving the, uh, the Harris six orders to go and do what they need to do push buttons kill things that sort of that sort of thing um so, See, looking, so yeah. at, looking at this kev i was i was thinking the only change i'd make to your pimp list would be to actually put that um knight of santiago combat drop troop back into group one as well so that mm. you've kind of got you've got a good delineation between you have got, group one is the one that does things group two is mostly pieces that are standing around 
Yeah, so um, I I had that thought as well, which is, which is why I've left a, a group of slots spare in Group One. Um, the reason why I wanted to put the Knight of Santiago in Group Two is there might be a, you know there may be a situation in the game. Maybe you're playing supplies. I don't know why I said supplies, but supplies is always one that comes to mind. Where you might want to run and do stuff with the Harris, get a box, right? And once you've once you've gotten a box and run back with it or got into a position, you don't have any orders left to, to spend on the Santiago. So having him in his own grump combat group kind of gives you the option to go, well, he's in group two, I'll spend it on group two. If your opponent docks you a couple of orders from group two, um, then you know you might, you might not do that. Well, they're not likely to do that in group two, to be fair. They like to do it in group one. Um, but you've also got the Knight, of, the, Knight of, the Knight Commander who gives you plus two orders, really. So that's... You know, it's eleven orders in group one. It's it's sometimes just a way I like to do it, where you have a slot available, where if something does, if you need to move something across, you can do it without having to wait for something to die. Because the problem yeah. with, with the problem with these nine orders here is none of these orders might die. Like you might lose, you might lose the Blackfriar, the Order Sergeant. But there's every possibility you could go into your first turn with like 10 orders potentially in group one and not able to move in across. So I like to have one slot where you could potentially move a model across. But I, I, I agree, you could just you could easily put the Knight of Santiago in group one and it not really affect the list that much. Yeah, yeah I'm actually playing around with just the groups at the moment. Oh, yeah. I've changed it around so that group one has got the five-man link and then the buffer, so the um, all those things. Mm-hmm. The Knight of Santiago drop, drop troop is in the group one. I've moved the Peacemaker up the group one as well, and then I've moved the Teuton Link into group two. Ah, so, yep. so you've got eight in group one and then six in, and one irregular in group two, but that six also gets an extra two from the NCO. Yep, absolutely, right? yes. So yes. then you've almost got eight and eight. Mm, I think I like that as well, being able to use those those uh, lieutenant orders on the NCO that's in Group Two. Yeah, yeah, keeping them keeping them separate from each other. So Group One, you've got your five man link that you can do stuff with if you want, but then you've got the two other things you can also do with in that in that group, being the drop troop and the peacemaker, because they can all they can both get work done with those mm. orders. And then you've got your other link that's got also got access to those two lieutenant orders in the second group and their own group of orders as well. Yeah, no, I, I like that idea. I think that's that's something that I would I would actually I would actually do. Um since I did make this list a little while ago, looking back at it, the only thing I might change on it is similar to what you said, it doesn't have a massive amount of punch. And it doesn't have a massive amount of long range. You've got heavy, two heavy rocket launchers and a drop troop. That's your only real, and I guess the Peacemaker, that's your only real way of like, you know, reaching out past the halfway line. Um, otherwise, you've just got spit, uh, a regular Spitfire. What you could do is um, you could actually theoretically just drop that Harris altogether, um, replace it with uh, the Knight of Holy Sepulchre, the APHMG NCO, which still gives you the NCO ability. Um, to use it, and actually gives you frees you up some points. So you could put the knight of knight of uh, the sepulcher knight maybe even in group two, um, or group one, group one or group two, whichever one you want, and you've still got thirty three points to spend on um, either like a trinitarian if you want like a midfield specialist. Um, you could spend it on dart, who again gives you. 
some nice she's 34 points but you know you could you could even change the order sergeant out for something something else um yeah you could you could easily do a trinitarian uh forward observer for 23 and you got 11 points left for like maybe a remote possibly so like that would still work as well and then if then the knight of holy sepulchre gives you an aphmg um and a you know just a really solid gunfighting platform i think going back to phil's initial point as well in that the list he wants to make is something that's going to be really frustrating for your opponent now um we did sort of touch on that in terms of like sneaky stuff and and hidden things and and stuff that can sometimes be traditionally frustrating military orders don't necessarily do a lot of that but one thing that i have found frustrating myself when playing against military orders is the fact that things don't die easily Mm. so Mm. like so much stuff has two wounds right um when i'm just so used to the way that i play and so many other people play is that you have all these things that often have only one wound and then only a couple of things that have got two wounds an army a force like this where you've got that that whole um uh that whole harris the teutonic harris they've all got two wounds each um you've got um a bunch of other the drop troops got two wounds um and and things like that 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 your opponents are going to have a real tough time um trying to uh trying to eliminate those types of threats yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. You could also do the the Knight of Sepulchre with with the Knight of Montesa paramedic and sort of run them as a sort of pseudo duo, where you've got the paramedic who can kind of you know protect the knight, but also um bring him back up. Because uh, you're right, having like armor five and cover with two wounds and BS fourteen is just it's very difficult if to you, take take out if you don't have a dedicated piece. You're talking about having the spare points if you really wanted to make the um the the uh night of subaka are really really painful you could take um the whatever the evo bot is for pano and make him bts 12. oh yeah the the, and make the him evil... practically immune to um yeah the evil, got, he, the evil bot is there he has got an evo bot oh you do oh sorry i, I only saw the one uh mule yeah there you go yeah yeah that's a good point um being able to, and even with the Harris, being able to put fairy dust up on all three of those troopers. Mm. Uh, now you've all, oh, although no, actually you can't do that because you've already got firewall uh, from the the night Santiago. Yeah, so like his brief was, yeah, he wants to make it frustrating, and I personally would say if you want to be if you want to be frustrating, don't play mo. Like as far as you know, the traditional way of being frustrating, like play play something that's asymmetric, play nomads, play hack Islam, play something that like you can just Shazvasti. Shazvasti. Um military orders can be frustrating in the fact that they're just good shots and high have high armor. Um I don't think that the the hacking I'll tell you, I'll tell you I'll tell you what's frustrating. Shooting at things that are always shooting you on better dice. Right? Mm. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. So when 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 most of your pieces have got Blissy Shield fourteen. That in itself is infuriating. If if you really want like traditional frustrating, um, as far as um, mo goes, take a look at taking a hospital crusade link, and just yeah. them being armor four, two wounds with a doctor there. Um, so when they fall prone, the doctor goes boop, and they're back up. Yeah, yeah. DS so fourteen. I really like the um. 
but this yeah. is more interesting. Yeah, I re I really like this um this idea. Uh, it could do a bit more punch, but I just think that uh, yeah, it basically it came came back to cool having hackers in the list is cool. Having a having a having a missile bot is cool. If you got points for it, it's fine. But I don't think it should be your primary list building consideration. I think if you've got points left over, sometimes even when I'm building a list, if I've got 15, like 15 points and one and a half SWC left, I'll be like, fuck it, I'll just chuck a missile bot in. I've got a couple of hackers. I might be able to use it. Um, MO is not an army that you can incidentally do that with. It's sort of... Uh, oh, sorry, <clears throat> it's not something you can purposefully build a list for. It's something that might happen and cool if it does. Um, but that's it. All right. So thanks, thanks for that, Phil. I enjoyed doing that. So apologies, I'm not the best panel player, but we have, uh, we're doing our best. All right, next up, we got Jacob. You have uh, one from uh, somebody. Uh, yes, yes, I do. From do we want to go through Zach's? Zach we wanted yes. to yeah. Zach is yes. next on the list. Sorry. Zach wanted to try and take a look at a, a Bakunin list that focuses on the observance model. So this is all your nuns, your reverends, as well as your um, uh, as well as your sin eaters. Um, yeah, th what he provided us was just sort of a, an example of. Uh, like the, the link that he wanted, so he just he just he just provided us with the example of the um like the reverence and stuff. Um, it wasn't a complete list, so yeah. we'll go through and take yeah. a look at what I came up with. So I tried to lean really hard into the observance uh, side. So like plenty of the nuns, Kusanagi. Uh, senators and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, doing that, you struggle to get over ten they're orders. So they're so expensive. They're yeah. so expensive. Um, and the lack of uh, you'll find that you'll really suffer as far as the lack of shock immunity goes, because um, you are running very expensive uh, guys who um. You're running very expensive units. Who? Yeah, it's it's fucking wild to me that 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 Moira's or Reverends aren't don't have no one in cap. Like, or it's just something, something, just, just something else. Just paying like thirty odd that, points for that for, cost. Yeah, for for yeah. for, for mimicism next extra is great. Armor three, which is was actually surprisingly high, which is probably why they're yeah. so expensive, honestly. And then just nothing, like no shock immunity. No, they, they got no, they got no, no BTS. No BTS. They got BS twelve. Yeah, the yeah. mimetism next is nice, but yeah, number but you, two you, and you, NCO also you but, know, yeah, nice, like but... like like you know like how do you get rid of a reverend? Put a chain rifle on them. Done. Like yeah, <laughs> that's how you fucking kill them. And right, that's so what I have what I have is Kusanagi as the lieutenant with a Spitfire, mm -hmm. a reverend Moira with your with a multi sniper, another reverend Moira. Uh, with a multi-rifle, a Vecina, a ah, Reverend Custodia. She can with she can't join she can't join a fire team though. Ah, uh, look at me. Oh, well, you still I need a doctor there anyway. Jacob fucked up. Jacob fucked up. Uh, it's, Jacob fucked up. 
<laughs> she was like, I was like, oh, can I have a sunshine uh, reverence? No, no, she can't. No, you're right. My bad. I'll have to. I'll have, but you still need a doctor, and you still need a good doctor, definitely, to keep them up. Yeah, so it'll be the other reverend who's a bit more expensive than Avicenna, yeah. but yes. Uh, yeah, Reverend Custodia with hacking device and the upgrade to Carbonite. Another Reverend Custodia with a hacking device plus mm. a Sin Eater heavy machine gun, a zero killer hacker. Another zero with the deployable repeaters, and then Bando Castro. So the idea of this is to somewhat lean into the fact that the Reverend Custodians are still good hackers. Um, and so the zero is there to try and get the um, hacking devices, uh, the hacking range out there with the deployable repeaters. Bando Cast- um, Castro, Bando Castro yeah. is is a brilliant infiltrator, right, infiltrating on Fizz 16, mm-hmm. right, martial arts level three, uh, specialist operative, right, with super jump climbing plus. Other than if he loses a firefight, he is... Brilliant at taking almost anything out. Right, boarding shotgun, double action close combat weapon. Uh, and th- so then you have the zeros there to try and help you with the um, uh, with the hacker net to try and get it there. Um, and the last one is you have the Reverend Moira with the sniper rifle because. While they're not the best shots, uh, MSV, uh, sorry, not MSV, uh, Mimitism minus six does give you advantage in most firefights. And she's she's core uh, length, right? And that is that how you yes. how are you doing the how are you, how are you doing the fire teams because you got six you got six linkable models there. Yeah, so the idea is just to have a little bit of uh, f- like flexibility in it. Essentially, it is a uh, Reverend Moira link with Kusanagi and the Reverend Custodias in there. Oh, so if the multi network goes down, you reform it. Is that the idea? Or is it two, two, three? Uh, no, links? this is just a f- five person. There's there's six models though, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. You have six models there. Because if you because know, Avicenna, well, sorry, assuming Avicenna, I'm assuming you made this list thinking Avicenna could link. That's why I was yeah. saying you have six models. So yeah, so it would if it was the Reverend um, healer. healer or uh, um, healer, then. Yeah, it's just there because you're probably going to lose somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the ability the ability to potentially keep the link up and still have someone there to heal a model that maybe went unconscious. All right, so yeah. you don't have to break the link and move the healer if they're in a crappy position. Right, yeah. They've all got number two yeah. as well, which is handy. Yeah, they do. Um, the scene the scene either is not a bad model necessarily. Mimetism and neurosynetics with a heavy machine gun. Yeah, BS thirteen. Um, BS thirteen um, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to keep the theme of having um, uh, your observance model, but I mean, man, it's 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 a it's a tough list to run. Um, let alone um, 
do really well with you. You're going to struggle with a lot of maneuverability because they're just 4-4. Four, four. I know, right? Why they are um, Yeah, they're just, they just I mean, need more love. It's better than them being 4-2, which is what they used to be at the same points almost. Yeah. Um, I mean, and 3. But... They're, yeah, they're just bad, yeah, it, aren't they? It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's a struggle. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the best thing to do... Like, like the best thing to do for Bakunin is if you want to take some reverence, is to have them as a Harris. Yeah. Because you've got other bits and pieces that you can put in your list. Um, I mean, I, I get the feeling that even Riot Girls are cheaper than a lot of the Moiras. Yeah, they're, they're about the same price, and they're two wounds with MSV. Uh, where are they? There oh, they are. oh, they are two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I don't yeah. think that... Yeah, no, no, they are cheaper. The basic... Bright Girl is 27 points. That's the cheapest one. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, I think the cheapest Moira is 30, 29. Is the, and that's only because you, that you get a discount for taking them as your lieutenant. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So unfortunately, at the moment, Bakunin is designed around your Riot Girl's your Morlocks, your Uber Foul Commandos. Yeah. Um, you, you, right, and your robots. I, I like that you have Bran in there because he's kind of like your Alpha Strike piece. You know, if you're going yeah. first and there's a, a sticky arrow piece, over-infiltrate that guy, climbing plus, super jump, up a building, and then shiv whatever is, you know, covering a fire lane with, like, MSV2. Uh, yeah, exactly. I like that. And then the two zeros are handy combined with the two hackers. You've got a Dep rep and you've got a killer a- hacker. It's nice. The the link team. I love that Moira's have multi sniper rifles. I just think that's so fucking badass. Like having a nun walking around with a giant like sniper rifle, just just cutting around. You know, it's pretty useful. Like mimetism neg six burst three bs fifteen in a in a core is is uh with double action rounds is decent. And they all have, and they have zappers as well, which shouldn't be forgotten about. And then of course Kusanagi is just she's really effective, being bs fourteen mimetism neg six with a smith spitfire is uh super good i do like it um hmm i've uh, i've just taken a shot at this list myself oh yeah i've kept um and i, I i've kept i've kept the five man link that that um jacob made we've got kusanagi two moiras with the sniper and a multi-rifle reverend custodies with boarding shotguns then i've added in fiddler with a jackpot Ooh. taskmaster with a hmg uh, two flash pulse bots, and then group two is just five Morlocks. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I I I, I went specifically with because he loved the, the reverence. Like I said, the, the way to make these lists is with something else. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I've, I've kept that that five man reverend link, but then I feel like you you've got them on the table because you want them on the table. Yeah. I, mm. That's a defensive link team. They're not going anywhere. But then you've got. Taskmaster with a big gun, Fiddler, who we all know is great, and then yeah. just a few other bits. So this is this is the one I'll probably post up because it's a little bit closer to what you want, is if you change Avicenna for a Reverend Healer and the Zero with um, Killer Hacker device for the Stemper, you get a 300 uh, 5.5 SWC um, list okay. with you know the maximum I could possibly manage to get in. As far as 
the observance models goes. Right, okay. Um, I'll show you what I've got then. So I made two lists. They're pretty similar. I'll just talk about the first one because it was the first pass because I don't have much experience in Bakunin. But again, yeah, what I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's see, let's see how many uh, reverends I can fit in here. So we have uh, we have Kusanagi, Reverend Moyer, a hacker with multi-rifle, Reverend Healer, a boarding shotgun, a Reverend Moyer with HMG, Reverend Custodier with Hacking Device Plus, and another Reverend Healer. So the idea this is is two three-man links. So you've got Kusanagi leads the first link with a hacker and a healer, and you've got a Moira HMG with a hacker and a healer. So basically two flexible link teams, both do the similar things, both have a gunfighter, a hacker, and a healer in them. One has a hacking device plus, the other one just has a regular hacking device. Um, interestingly, the Reverend Custodier also has a pitcher, which is quite nice to throw out mm. if you um, need to do that. Uh, then we have two transductors on, so your flash pulse bots, and two Morlocks with assault pistols. So that's 10 orders. And then group two is a moderator hacker, uh, because he's a decent hacker, a missile bot, a eight-point baggage bot, a chimera with three pupniks, and a war core. So group two is kind of does the missile thing. It's got one, two, three regular orders to pump into a chimera to go and do do nasty things, and then a war core because all the points I had left. Um, so I like this list because it gives you two flexible uh, link teams that both of them can do a lot of work with an HMG and a Spitfire. Um, and then you've got defense for those link teams with the mor with two Morlocks and the Chimera, who can kind of just insulate the, the link teams from a first turn alpha. And then you have a vertical zoned, three hackers on the field, uh, one of them with a pitcher, um, to do any spotlighting of nasty things that come your way. Um, so that was like the first pass I, and I don't really know why I had the missile bot, it was kind of like, oh I've got a couple of hackers, oh, I've got points, uh, the moderator is quite cheap, yeah, chuck them in um, but I decided to change that list out for something that I think is a bit bit more well rounded um, that drops the missile bot because again, kind of like talking about MO, it's like, why do we have this? Like, what's the purpose of it? I guess the purpose of it is to deal with aero pieces that the reverends can't, but if you've got no forward deploying models, then how do you get a picture up there in the first place? So I changed it to something similar. So we've still got Kusanagi. Oh, sorry, the first list as well. Kusanagi was this was the lieutenant. Um, so in this one, it's Kusanagi who's not the lieutenant this time. Then we have a Reverend Moira with um, combi rifle, emitter, and zapper, and a Reverend healer. Then second group, second co uh, link is a Reverend Moira with HMG, custodier hacking device plus and another healer so very similar again except we've only have the one hacker in the group the second one i didn't have points for just gave her the combi rifle but she is nice because she has an emitter and a zapper so it's it's you know you're you're not hacking but you're shooting em stuff at things uh then we have two moderators one of them's the lieutenant so idea there is hide the lieutenant and then same thing as two morlocks and then in group two I basically dropped out, dropped the uh, vertical on for a zero killer hacker, uh, two transductor zones, a salu, and the pupniks. So now you have uh, five orders in group two with uh, a zero killer hacker, and then you've got the the chimera who can you know take five orders and go do 
horrible things to your opponent with. So, what do you think of those ones? In in like in relation to the brief, but also you know compared to the other lists that we've come up with, certainly more well rounded. Mm. This, this 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 one this one I could see. I mean, I, 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 I mean, we, we just talked about the reverends are a little bit of a meme in of themselves, but this is yeah. all I could see taking as like, I want a meme, but I also want to try and actually give my opponent something to think about. Or I want to try and actually do an objective, like the objectives or what have you. Um, and those yeah. Morlocks can be deadly. As soon as they get within eight, those assault pistols go off. Yeah, and I think they're really needed for a list that has lots of uh, reverends because they are so yeah. so vulnerable to templates. You need to be insulating yeah. them with warbands, uh, chimera, mm. the chimera, your flash a couple of flash pulse bots, just to make things just to slow things down a little bit. Because yeah. yeah, they're they're they don't like being templated. Yeah. Um, and the, those chim- chimeras, um, the chimera sort of takes the place of in my list of um, Brando. Yeah, um, yeah. Like something that goes up and just punches that really valuable thing that you want to get rid of in the face. Yeah, and that you could theoretically put the camera in group one if you wanted instead. Um, mm. And you, you could also put that those six reverends into a single uh, core link if you wanted to, to get the, the bonus on the HMG. But I think I kind of like the idea of having them deployed in each flank. Um, they can both push buttons, they can both heal each other, and they can both gunfight pretty well. So I kind of like splitting them up but um, you could you could also have them together, especially if you were going second and you were worried about an alpha. Uh, you know, having them as a core might be a bit easier to defend them potentially. It's incredible! It's incredible how good, like compared to this, how good Kusanagi is. I know, you know right? BS BS fourteen, no winning cap with shock immunity. Um, yeah. Whip fourteen special operative, like. Oh yeah, she's a specialist she, as well. Shit, she she she's. I, I didn't I didn't realize it, but until I've looked really hard at her, but she's not half bad just to run on her own. Yeah, as like a um, as like a like an alpha strike piece, or not an alpha strike piece, like just your gun, general gunfighter do everything. Well, in this list, you could do that. You could have the other reverends in one uh, mm. in one. I mean, you'd have two healers in in there, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, and then have her on her own with a Spitfire, maybe even as a reserve drop, perhaps. Um, you know, yeah. if you're going first, you could draw, um, you could hold that Kusanagi and the Chimera, maybe. Then yeah. it's a, it's an option. Um, but yeah, yeah. you don't lose much on the lieutenant roll. Right? You go from you know whip fourteen lieutenant with Kusanagi to whip thirteen. Mm. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're going to affect you five percent of the time, so who cares? For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Oh no. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. Whip thirteen. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts yourself, Nick, before we move on? No, no, I agree with what you said there. Just having a look at the um, the Kusanagi miniature, actually. I've never looked at it before. It's oh, they're both cool. brilliant. The new ones yeah. are great. The Defiance yeah. one's really, really nice, yeah. Mm. So um, thanks for that, Zach. Uh, we, we enjoyed making lists for that that, that that were kind of based around a theme. Um, we like we like seeing lists like that. So if anyone else has got ideas, please send them in. We'll, we'll try to meme a list for you. Uh, so third up, we have a we have a local um, Ryan Ryan Kirby has uh, sent in a list, and I really like his brief for this one. So he has asked us to um, make an all comers list that he's building out of the starter products for Cosmoflot, so out of the crimson crimson stone box. 
But he says the design focus is to use as much of the starter stuff as I can to run games for newer newer players uh, that are thinking about starting with Crimson Stone products. At some point, he'll want to lure, lean into using competitively, so it'd be good to know what you leave on the table and what you add to building something pretty tough. So he has sent in a list that is, I think, pretty much based on what's in the box with a couple of little um, changes to it. So he has... Um, <clears throat> Uh, two combat groups. Group one is a para commando forward observer, uh, SAS forward observer, Zenit seven chain of command with AP marksman rifle, Kazakh doctor, uh, three rockots, uh, a Volkalak missile launcher, and an unknown ranger. Uh, so basically, that creates a, a, a link, a, a core link from the Kazakh down to the unknown ranger. And then running at group one is a war core. In group two, he's got two Varan no, yeah, two Varangians and Wallace to create a Harris, um, a bear pod and an er, let's say a regular bear pod and an Ermandino. That's fifteen orders, and uh, yeah, I quite like it. And it's pretty much using all of the models from Crimson Stone. Um, he's swapping out the Volkalak HMG for the missile launcher. He's uh, not using the Cosmo Soldat for good reason. He's not using the Scots Guard again for good reason, and um, I guess he's sort of adding in the Unknown Ranger, who's a very popular model, um, so it makes sense to add him in, and an Ermandino because again, why wouldn't or Ermandino and the Varangians, but you know why wouldn't you? Um, so yeah, I quite like this list. Um, did anyone have a go at trying to modify it? Uh, I did. I. Pretty much based on his like brief of trying to use the like the starter stuff. Yep. So the idea of what I put together was to try and use as many full boxes of like bl blisters that were coming out. Mm hmm. So like I started off with um. Paracommando, right, which is the BS uh, boarding shotgun, BS attack plus one damage forward observer. Um, Zenit 7, chain of command, um, and, the, and then a SAS uh, forward observer. Yeah, all three of those come in the box. Yep. So then um, I'll get to the rest of the box later. Then it's William Wallace as your lieutenant. Uh, the Vocalat uh, um, heavy machine gun. So again, model that comes in the box. Then three Varangian uh, Guard. No, Varangian Guard, sorry. Which I'm assuming, right, we, we have heard, you know, whispers that that's, like, coming out February or whatever. Have we? Um, uh, like, I saw a post on Reddit or something like that. <laughs> okay. Jake, sorry. Jake, like I said, whispers. had a dream whispers. about it. <laughs> um, but I'm assuming they're going to come out in a box. Well, we've already got um, two. We've already got two individual varieties. I know we so. already have two of them. Sure. But then there are two bl blisters. So then he, it's. He was um, telling me about this on the weekend. I'm like, mate, I'm pretty sure that's not been announced. <laughs> uh, I mean, it'd be good. People would like that. Yeah, but then it's yeah three Varangians. Um, I I think they're great. The nine point ones with like being dogged. Um, yeah, having so, and they have no, all that sort of thing. They have no right to be nine points where everyone else has to pay twelve. Yeah, and all they lose well, is all they lose is like a fucking what the SMG is all they lose. Like, who cares? Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, 
uh, Cataran and um, Usha McNeil. Uh, the special, the spectral visor one. Yep. So then in group five, we complete group two. our, um, uh, sorry, yes, sorry. Group two, we have five orders and we complete the box. So we have three infiltrating camouflage single use rockets, two rifle mm. light shotguns, one with SMG grenades and D charges. And then because we just had the, um, the kit come out. Uh, the a Polaris, Polaris team. team. Ah, I really like the second combat group. I have to say, it's a good use of the box using the three rockets that are infiltrating camouflage. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, the only thing is, of course, with William Wallace, I didn't use the Scots Guard, and what else comes with him? Cosmos Soldat. The Cosmos Soldat. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, poor guy. He's just a bit shit. Uh, and I guess you got the Cataran, who is who has been he he has been rumored to be getting a resculpt. That has been confirmed, yeah. but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. If if you like this list, there are a few lying around. That's a good. Um, yeah, that is this is almost in, this is entirely co- uh, Crimson Stone except for the Cataran, right? Or oh, Anusha, I guess, because but, but that so the idea was then for them to be uh, like a total yeah. box, yeah. or a blister. So yeah. the only one that you might have to proxy or something like that is Wallace. No, sorry, Wallace. I've got to go. Okay. I'll oh, go. thanks. Sorry. I'll see you later. Sorry, right, Nick. Go. Okay. Bye, Nick. Aw. Nick's, Nick's not been feeling very well. Um. So. Yeah. So where were we there? Yeah. So. Um. We. Oh, where are we? Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. Listeners, sorry, Nicholas just had to disappear there. Um, yeah, you're right. So, I guess Wallace, you have to get the Beyond box, which is annoying because then you have to get the. Um, although the Beyond box will change eventually to Alpha pack for Code One, but you still have to buy three models. So, yeah, I no, mean, I, uh, admittedly, you might you might eventually get a Cosmo Flood action pack, and you'll end up with him anyway. Yeah. I like this list just from a point of view of building it from the box set. Um, mm. I guess the main difference between this list and, and what Ryan showed is that he has the missile launcher Volkalak. Um, for obvious reasons, it's a very good aero piece with total immunity and a missile launcher. Uh, this yeah. obviously, this doesn't have that um, ability to aero. I guess the excuse me the uh, T2 Cataran could be. Um, you know, he could be used as a reserve model to post up in an annoying position to to prevent a, a, you know, a run down a flank, which is quite nice. Um, and then you've got the three rockets to be in the midfield being annoying. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you take a look at the original list we had, um, and you, you've got about the same amount of, like, having to break up boxes or, like, deal with blisters and stuff like that. Yep. Um, you know, he's got a bear pod by itself. But he's also got a Kazakh doctor, so if you bought the if you bought the Polaris um, team and you wanted to just run the bear pod and you didn't want to go out and buy a Kazakh doctor, well, you've got that spare woman to proxy as the doctor anyway. Yeah, true. And I guess you can also you can buy the, uh, the support pack. I guess that does give you the one twelve motorized, the one twelve, and the dozer, mm. which is I mean not that useful, honestly, in Ariadna. Um... 
And also, as we just discussed before, the models that one twelve is. Oh, pretty the, old the, 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 you can get also get the Code One support pack, which is a little bit cheaper because it doesn't have the bike in it. Oh, so I, th- I think you get the Doctor, the Dozer, and I think you get the Fire Axe one one two. Well, the Doctor is one one two. No, I think that is. Uh, oh, that's a good point, though. I don't think no, no, right. the, 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 the Kazakh Doctor and the one one two are different. Oh, right, okay. Maybe... Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure now, because I thought that was just the one pack, but you're right, you don't get the motorcycle on Code 1, so maybe it's just the, yeah, the Kazakh Doctor, the 112. Yeah, so if that's going to come through, that's the support pack. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, it's the 112, the Kazakh Doctor, and the Dozer. Yep, no, I yeah. I dig it. I like it. Um, uh, the Yeah, I guess the... Like I said, the issues are... There's not a hell of a lot of... Um, Aero presence there, but I mean, okay, you don't really do okay. You don't really need um, it. You can, you can, you know, you can sit back with the the core run out with the yeah. HMG. You've got the Cataran who can deal with something. The Usha who can Alpha Strike the Polaris team who can um, be a real pain. Um, you've got the yeah the Power Commando who can walk on. SES who can push buttons and stab things, and even the Chain of Command Zenit Seven AP Marksman Rifle. You can combine that with uh actually could you do that? Do 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 I was gonna say you could you could actually do a little bit of changing oh no you can't really. I was gonna say you could do a little bit of modifying here to put the the Zenit seven, the Cataran, and maybe like two of the Rockots into a coordinated order to do some shenanigans, but the Rockots only have rifles, they don't have Panzerfaust, so you can't do that trick. But you could what you could what you could do is the rocket with grenades. So if you run up to a fire team, is force them not to shoot at the rocket, but instead of instead dodge, and so they're not sure. shooting back at anybody. Well, even you could do that with the light shotgun though as well from the rockets yeah. too, um, or even Usha could do that with a boarding shotgun. Yeah, um, but there's some yeah. tactical. Uh, like muscle to it. Um, I, it's not gonna. It's not gonna deal well with really specialist heavy um, uh, missions. Yeah. Um, it's but it's gonna do well with ones that are maybe holding zones, uh, like pressing a couple of buttons, a bit more on the fightier side of it. Um, and as far as teaching people goes, you got your parachutists, you got plenty of camo to teach people to respect camo. You got the f- big fire team to show you, like, this is how people tend to use fire teams. And you've got, um, like, the Polaris. Polaris just to, you know, you get to plonk down a big old bear. Yeah. Yeah. So the list I came up with is quite similar. So I guess it kind of straddles the two lists that. Um, Ryan made. I mm-hmm. also didn't go for the Unknown Ranger, not because I think it's bad, but I'm just trying to not. I'm just trying to use stuff from the box. I do think that this list would be better with an Unknown Ranger in it, so I'll just say that out the on the offset. But we mm-hmm. have uh, so we've got Zenit Seven Chain of Command, uh, two Rockots, Kazakh Doctor, Volkalak HMG. And then we've got Wolfgang Amadeus Wolf because he comes in the box as a special extra. So you have a core link here of because um, Wolfgang can join Rockot links. 
Um, so Rockot, Kazakh, Volkalak, HMG, and then uh, yeah, Wolfgang, who's who's actually fantastic um, from zero to sixteen with a burst four multi rifle. Uh, you know, on top of his like dodging on seventeens, he's got berserk, he's got martial arts, he's pretty pretty amazing. Um, and then we've got Polaris team, uh, so same as you, the regular bear, and then an Airman Dino. That's nine orders in group one, and then group two is the Para Commando Forward Observer, two Varangians, and Wallace, the so same Harris as what um, Ryan had, yeah. SES Forward Observer, and then the sixth member is a Cataran. So the idea of this is you've got the core link with HMG pushing up uh, and the Polaris team in group one, and then group two, you've got Para Commando can walk on, SES Forward Observer who can do a bit of uh, work in the midfield and the Cataran who can be your um, piece at the back. I'm going to be honest, I don't actually think I like this list. Um, I think I threw it together trying to use the box and then I had this like hard on for using Wolfgang that I'm not sure is actually that good an idea because you could probably use those points better on you know, changing the Armandino out for uh, like Usher or something like that. But I I saw that Wolfgang was in the box and I was like, let's use him because he is like underrated. Like he he is like properly two wounds with armor three and a burst four multi rifle. Let's just remit. Sorry, a burst f- burst five multi rifle and a link. Burst five. Yeah, that's not like, that's not how bad. It's so good. Yeah. If you get him within sixteen inches, this guy is. Just gonna hold you. Um, but what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think I think again, it's a good it's a good use of the box. I think it's the same sort of thing as I mean, both like Ryan's list and my list before, where you've got a good smattering of everything. Um, from the perspective of trying to, from the perspective of trying to keep it like, or from the content, uh, I was gonna say trying to keep the contents of the box. Change the Kazakh doctor out for a, a rocket paramedic, but again, you just say that uh, you know that rocket to Kazakh doctor. Oh yeah, true. Matter. Yeah, that could that yeah. could yeah, you so, could definitely do that. Uh, yeah, no, I think again, you know, it's it's very it's it's almost the same as what I had, but rearranged. Um, I think we've mentioned in the podcast yeah. before that um, Cosmoflot kind of have the unknown ranger problem where if you don't run the unknown so ranger yeah. you feel like you're not running you're just running a deficient list so sorry Ryan uh, you'll probably look at this list and be like nah the shit the unknown ranger yeah, yeah. the shit mate we don't want to use them but we're, we're, we just filled the brief on um, trying to use yeah trying to but use the stuff That's that said you know we both we both picked you know there's some things that you would um uh, that would be blisters, yeah. um, and the unknown rangers falls into that category, you know. So you know he's you know he's not hard to get a hold of, no no harder than an Ermandino or a um, uh, or Usha. Yeah, so. yeah, she def yeah definitely um could could benefit from that. Um, so I reckon the the, yeah. the, the one thing I, I would say though is that if you take if you're trying to get the current wolf gang, you have to fight the um, uh, the person you split the box with for him. Sure, that's a good point. Um, and he's kind of not really that great in either sectoral, so you're probably like 
costing off who wants to get them rather than yeah anything else um and i, I think well, last thing i'll say about on the on the list on all three that on, on the list here is uh wallace and that harris i don't know if i rate it but i think in the right hands it could be a terror especially when you got chain of command to back you up um wallace with his t2 rifle again in a, in a harris that's a burst 5 t2 rifle um with with plentiful smoke bs13 uh it's just uh, it's, it's oh, sorry, sorry 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 burst four that's damage burst, 14 damage 14 sorry not burst five yeah you're right burst four t2 rifle damage 14 um is is really really nice when you've got a six four move uh model with 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 smoke grenades um and and also because this list and your list well i guess all of our lists kind of didn't lean too heavily on irregular orders like Cosmoflot has a tendency to run a shit ton of um Ermandinos and you know and you've got the Cataran and you've got like a maybe a war core as well you know you've got maybe four or five irregular orders but none, none of our lists lean too heavily on that um so if you lose Wallace you're not really losing that much like you are losing inspiring leadership and you are losing the uh, the ability to do the coordinated uh free coordinated order every turn but Wallace is so good don't keep him in the back. Like use him. Yeah. Like you know, throw him out there. Like make him make make your opponents like work to get to 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 um, you know, to gain ground. Because yeah. this guy, if he sits in the midfield, surrounded by two Varangians, he's a real tough cookie to to dig out. Plus, plus it means you don't have to teach. Uh, again, going back to the, like teaching people, you don't have to teach them about inspiring leadership too much. Sure. Yeah. Sure. If he's dead, it's a good point. Um, cool. All right. Well, we might move on to the last list for this evening, which is um, another another local. Um, ben, Ben from the West, Westy Ben, um, who you, people might know. He's uh, prominent on Discord. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's always letting us know about all the latest goss on on the forums and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's like uh, he's almost like he's almost like Melbourne's unofficial war corps. Or at least I was literally about to say that he's he's the unofficial war call for the west of Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, for all of Victoria, really. Um. Right. Yeah. So you, I think I, I haven't taken a look, look at this list myself, but you, it looks like you have. Yep. Yeah. This is the one I pounced on because right. it is a list where he wants to run either Andromeda or our golden boy Achilles. Ah, oh, that shouldn't be too hard, seeing as they're both really fucking good models. Yes, they are. So I have two lists. We're, we're going to go with the one that's probably um, uh, more to his liking, which is an Andromeda Achilles list. Uh, yes, Andromeda Achilles, a- an Andromeda Achilles list. Well, we'll go through what he provided us first. So initially he provided us with a list. This is Vanilla Aleph, which was three net rods and two... Um, Lemeth Flash Frost Bots, yep. Flash Frost Bots, a Liberto Mine Layer, uh, a Proxy Mark II and a Proxy Mark I, uh, Dakini Tac Bot HMG, Andromeda, and Achilles as the Lieutenant. Now, in his list, he's taken the uh, Mimetism minus six Achilles, um, who is. I do like the Mimetism minus six, but he is significantly more expensive than the Heavy Armored one. Right. And a, a, a yard bot for the doctor. 
The second group is a Shukra, Chain of Command, Myrmidon, Atlanta, uh, Atalanta, um, a Warcore, and a Probot. Yes. Um, so, taking a look at this list, I feel like him taking the Mark, like, taking the Mark II hacker was sort of a decision more of like, oh, I just want to have some sort of hacking in my list. But nothing that he has really says to me that he had, he wanted a massive hacking presence. Mm-hmm. Um, that hacker's okay. You know, it, it's a good hacker, you know, with... Um, Great with hacker. 15, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. With 15 and TO and all that sort of thing. But my list... Focused more on. So wait before you, be, before you get into that, yeah. just like let's yeah. just let's just go through this list quickly. Okay, go for He's it. got so that's a shitload of like just you know it's the ALF starter pack, three net rods, two flashbelt spots. Um, is just such a beefy way of just like here's five orders, uh, for fuck all points, but mm. they do really well. He does have like you know he's got the he's got the Achilles. And the Takini HMG, which is really great, um, and then you know Andromeda as a as an Alpha Strike piece, and then still has room for Atalanta. So you've got that Aero presence, yeah. Um, smoke from the Myrmidon to help Achilles get up or to to throw in front of Atalanta, and then yeah, you've got the Hacker who is your midfield piece along with Liberto who is you know it's a nice little combo there because you know you've got the ability to protect the Mark II who can push buttons hack things while the Liberto you know does Liberto things why why um why do you not rate the Achilles Neg 6 version just because he's 75 points Uh, pretty pretty much um, is his like? Don't get me wrong. As far as his profile goes, um, like I like the Achilles, um, uh, mimetism minus six model. There's there's nothing wrong with it. I just find that when you take him, you can move points. If you take the other version, you can move points around a little bit easier. Um, yeah. If you take the other one, yeah, you're losing. Like you do gain some advantages by taking the other Achilles. The other Achilles gets forward deployment. Yep. Um, the other Achilles does get an extra point. I think he only gets an extra like single point of armor. Two points. Armor six over armor five. Yeah. So he gets uh, armor four. No, armor four. four. Armor yeah, four so over gets... armor six. So two points of armor. So he, fucking amazing. Yeah, he, he does get two points of armor. So it, it is worth considering taking. Why can't I find this other Achilles? Here he is. Uh, it hop, is worth considering. Yeah, the hopper. Yeah, it is worth considering taking him. You don't lose a huge amount. It doesn't make um, any sense. I don't understand why he's seventy-five uh, points. Cause... The the other the other thing is you do get an AP Spitfire with the hopper light, not a normal Spitfire. Yeah, yeah. Like just comparing them side by side, right? So the Achilles version two, the hopper light armor, is sixty-six points for the AP Spitfire. Whereas the Achilles non-version two is seventy-five points for a regular Spitfire, so just mm. that on its own, without looking at any other stats, you're like, "What? Why? Why is that? Te- why is that nine points cheaper?" And then you go, "Ah, oh, well, he's got he's got Mimetism Next Six. 
And I guess you pay less for the Hoplite version because the Hoplite version's got Frenzy. Uh, so... Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are so right. you pay less because you get a kind of a bit of a yeah. So you get a frenzy that. discount. A little bit of that, but then when your armor mm. six, you know, like I guess Achilles. Yeah. I mean, I guess Achilles in cover, who's armor four with mimetism next six. He's harder to hit, whereas the Achilles without it does get mimetism. But as soon as he takes mm. it, as soon as he does damage, which will happen pretty quickly, he's not mm. getting that neg three to be hit anymore. Well, he's it, not, it, it is on the cover. next turn. It is on the next turn. It, it, well, next, it's like at the end of your... If you if it happens in your turn, then it... Then he doesn't get it for your opponent's turn. So it's mm. like, you know, yeah, it's not at the same time right enough, but yeah, I think, the, I think it's the frenzy seems to be... There's like two points of extra armor. It doesn't seem wait, to... Wait, wait. I mean, it doesn't add I'm up. Just take a look at when's the states phase? At the, That's end, at of the your, end of your turn. End of your turn, yeah. So at the yeah, okay. end of yeah. your turn, he would become frenzied. So your opponent's turn, if he starts shooting him, he won't be getting yeah. cover. Um, yeah, and, it, and the, yeah, the forward deployment the, plus the four is the thing with Achilles. The thing with Achilles is you have to treat him like a tag, right? Yep. And unless unless it's like the last turn of the game and you're already either kicking ass or you're desperate, Achilles is going to go in. He's going to do some damage. And then he's going to, like, unless you clear out a side of the, like, let's say you go up the right-hand side and manage to clear it out of all, like, actual serious threats, mm. you're going to have to go up, do some damage, come back. Go up, do some damage, come back. Yeah. I Yeah. I was just, just looking at it, just comparing the two Achilles. I guess the other Achilles, the, the more expensive one, does get terrain total, which... In this season, could be nice. Yes, is it is worthwhile. Could be yeah. nice, you know. Just get some that bit more. You know, if you put a blizzard down on the hoplite guy, he's like, oh, I'm moving five. I have to stop when I touch the thing. Whereas, other one is just like, just yeeting across the blizzard. So, yeah, I don't know. Pain night. It's kind of. It's to, to me. It's, it's the same reason why I don't take the heavy armor sheskin, as the regular sheskin is just better because mostly because she's just cheaper. Like yeah. that's really to me the reason why I take hoplite armor is because it's nine points cheaper yeah. and with a but, bit with a better also, gun. Yeah, and also don't forget that there's an like that discount, that frenzy discount. If you're treating him like a tag and being unfortunately careful with him, right? I wish you could just throw Achilles into the fray and he mints everything. Um, but you know he, you know he's only so strong. He is. Then you, when you get the frenzy, you get an extra order to compensate for the fact that you have to keep running him back. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, the fact that you lose your um, ability to claim cover is somewhat mm. offset by the fact by the fact you get free order, essentially, yep. to, to go in. And you get that extra. You do actually get that extra two armor, which eh, kind of extra two armor can compensates nice for it. Yeah, yeah, when you can't claim when you can't claim cover, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, so, that's all I wanted. That's all I just wanted just to give them, you know, yeah. just give because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an ALF person, but when I, when I look at this list, I'm like, oh, wow, so many things. So, in my list, if you want to take like the list I'm about to go through, if you want to take like Achilles, the normal, the other Achilles, non Hoplite, you're just going to have to lose an order in another group. That's it. So, which, which, which one was so, this? Oh, the Andromeda list. Yeah. Follow along at home. So one of the things I think I took from his um, 
his description, right, is right. Uh, if he he says if he, he goes first, he wants to kick the opponent in the head as hard as possible with Andromeda or Achilles. That forward deployment helps you do that with the other Achilles, that hoplite Achilles, right? That extra four inches. Um, and then if he wants to go second, he just wants to have a defend round. And what I saw in his list is that it will it had it would struggle with defending itself. Right, it doesn't have a lot of things that can compensate for uh, something getting into the like into the backline or anything like that. Anyway, so yeah. going through the list, I've got Achilles in the Hoplite armor and the normal infiltrating and infiltrating Andromeda. The normal, no, just the forward deployment plus eight Andromeda. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the forward deployment plus eight. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, three net rods. Two flash pulse spots, same sort of thing. Dakini HMG, I like the Dakini HMG. I, I think it's a decent gunfighter because of it's got that mimetism. You've got to pick your fights with it because it's not going to be something that's a really good shot mm-hmm. um, or that's like in ARO high burst. But, you know, it's probably going to, in active turn, probably going to beat a like a TR bot right, or something that it outranges. The other good thing is it's it's quick. Again, that's another piece that you could look at dropping, reducing its points, making it a specialist. Um, I've had a lot of conversations where a really good specialist for Aleph is just the Adekini, um paramedic. Just the 6'4", with yeah. 13 specialist. Mm. Um, then for the, pro- the, um, the proxies, I've taken the Doctor um, with a Yudbot and the Mark IV. So the idea behind this is to provide if Achilles does go down, you've still got a hit piece in the heavy rocket launcher um, Mark IV, and the heavy rocket launcher Mark IV is a good defending piece. The submachine gun, the nano pulsar, the high armor. Um, Shukra consultant, obviously for chain of command, you're going to be using Achilles if something goes wrong and Achilles goes down. You obviously don't want to go into um, loss of lieutenant. The second uh, pool, uh, second group is Atlanta, uh, Turtle Reaction, a Thrakatai, Ford Observer, or Thorakides, however you want to say it, um, Ford Observer, a Myrmidon, a Probot, and another just plain Thorakides uh, submachine gun chain rifle. Again, the idea is to provide this list with the ability to defend itself a little bit better because you've got a bunch of templates, you've got 360 visors, you've got SMGs. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to trade out, like, if you wanted to upgrade upgrade the Andromeda um, to the infiltrating, uh, one of the infiltrating versions, right, you only have to look at um, reducing something by six points, uh, sorry, by three points. Again, that could be your, your Dakini. Uh, dropping it down to the paramedic gives you six points. Well, you've got right. two, you've also got two yod bots as well, so you could drop one of the yod bots. Yes, you could also drop a yod bot because you've got the proxy doctor who could be uh, near the HRL, and then the yod bot could be near Achilles. Um, I guess if you yeah, got a second, if you got a second yod bot, I guess you could put that post that next to Atlanta, perhaps, but. If you want the infiltration one, yeah, you can just drop a yod bot. 
Yeah. So th- th- there's ways to, you know, this is always the beauty of vanilla. There's ways to tweak things for what you want. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to take um, Achilles, again, you can probably look at just dropping a Yudbot and the Probot, uh, which is, again, taken just for orders. You drop the Probot and a Yudbot, and you should have enough points to take the uh, other Achilles. Yeah. Let's just take a look. I want to, I'll make sure that I'm right with that. Pretty sure that's all you need to do. Achilles, Bitfire, Lieutenant. Yeah, you've got two extra points to deal with then, if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I quite like the uh, I like the inclusion so, of the HR the HRL Mark IV. It's, mm. It kind of does this similar duty to Atalanta in a way. Like, I wouldn't mind trying to squeeze. I mean, I guess you've still got the Dakini. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying to squeeze in one more. But mm, yeah, I guess Atalanta can be shut down. The Proxy Mark IV can, can still move up and shoot. Yeah, and be a pain in the so, ass. The reason I tend to downgrade Andromeda is if you go second, over-infiltrating her um, is like wor- is, is worse for her. She's not that tough. Mimetism can help her, but she can f- super easily get outranged. And I don't think fizz-wise, yeah, fizz-wise she's not that high, so she's not going to be great at... Like you know, dodging a long range shot or anything like that. Yeah, I think I think we discussed this last episode where I was on the camp where I'm like, if you got three points, always get the infiltration version because you don't have to over infiltrate. If you go second, yeah. you just put her on the halfway line, done. Uh, whereas if you don't have if you don't have the infiltration version, then your only option is to move eight inches out of side your DZ. But like we mentioned here, you know, just before, if you want if you want to take her, right, you yep. drop a no yard bot and you've got her. No, absolutely. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Don't disagree with that. The idea of having so many Yudbots is to, if there's a chance of like Achilles goes down early and you want to try and get him back up, you can run a Yudbot. You can run multiple. Uh, you can run the Yudbots up to heal him again. Yeah, and have a Yudbot back to um, save Atlanta, and also potentially have or have the Yudbot next to the Mark Four and have the Doctor next to Atlanta. You've mm-hmm. got the ability to try and heal those pieces. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I think the only thing I can see... Uh, nah, it's not actually that big a deal. I was like, I wonder if you can fit an Evo in there just to buff up the Dakini and make it a bit more of a beat stick, but which you could probably do dropping one of the, thir- one of the Thrakatai, but it's not yeah, probably you could probably that do important. that and again. Drop a Thrakatai, drop a Yudbot. You can probably fit it in because only fifteen points, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but then it's it's fifteen points. It does one thing. I'm gonna do that. I might, you know, I guess it could also fire uh, Fairy Dust Achilles, which would be quite useful, especially if yeah. you're running into the guts. But you know, it's fifteen points. Half an SWC, guess, well, I... also half an SWC, which you need to find too. Yeah, the the, the th- well, uh, yeah. So the That's thing the with this is we could sit. We could sit here and um, craft list after list after list for for these with minor differences. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, I, ha- I, ha- I had another list. I think I would just put it up on the description of this um, episode, which is instead of taking Achilles, 
uh, and Andromeda, it's taking Achilles and um, Pen- Penthesilia. Take advantage of some of that new bike ah, stuff. So and some to have some two really speedy units. Yeah, so swapping Andromeda for Penny. Hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. I think it would also um it would it would cause some people a bit of concern, you know, because Andromeda might be your uh reserve drop and then you put in Penny and people are like, Oh, I was I was preparing for Andromeda and I've got Penny and then they'd be like, Phew, but she's pretty good. <laughs> she's still pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, we'll we'll post up in the show notes. We probably better wrap up anyway. Is getting on a bit. Uh, Nick Nicholas has not returned. He he is on duty this evening. Um, but thanks so much, uh, Jacob, for making up these lists. And uh, My thanks th- thanks to Nick, though he's not here now, for his thoughts on the lists. Um, and thanks to <laughs> listeners for yeah, submitting for these lists, sending them in. These if you guys, yeah, if you guys like. Us doing this, I'm having a. I had a lot of fun putting these together. Keep sending them to us. We'll make it a regular thing. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I really enjoy this this uh, problem solving uh, aspect, uh, and uh, we we'll also appreciate any feedback on it as well. All right, well, that'll be the last episode for 2021. Um, any closing remarks, Jacob? Nah, just uh, um, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and hope everyone has a good New Year. Yep, I will echo that. All right, listeners, well, you've been listening to Loss of Lieutenant. My name is Kevin. My name's Jacob. Merry Christmas and good night. <laughs>